listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. She was the baddest. I was the realest. We was the flyest up in the building. We was counting this money, loving the feeling. Look at you now in love with a hitter. But now it's all lies on me and it's all lies on me to say something to your pretty ass, some hood shit like what you looking at. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Wednesday, a Walking Dead Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Everybody's favorite. And uh we're um joined by a guest that you guys uh seem to enjoy the two times she's been on before. Um uh, this time she was not able to sneak Reek into the building. Um uh, but <laughs> Uh, we got Adrian on, who you guys might know as Brown and Bella on Twitter. Uh, you might also know her website, uh, shoplabellabodycare.com, um, where I know a lot of you guys went and got your beauty products on. What's mm-hmm. up? Nothing much, man. Just chilling, doing my thing, eating, eating my dinner, doing my thing. Well, we appreciate you, uh, coming through again. Um, cause like I said, uh, people really enjoyed you last time you were on and, we reviewed um uh game of thrones them thrones mm-hmm. and people had a really good time dumb thrones man <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was crazy i'm still scarred in my soul like i still <laughs> i'm still just processing it it's been months now but right. like i still need to know what happened to reek and um and um what uh who is right, the, a jump of uh, Rick and Sansa. Sansa, yeah. I still right. need to know what happened to Rick and Sansa. Is Jon Snow dead? We could Sorry. cut back and they could have both their legs broken on the other side of the wall. We'll, we'll never know. No. We gotta wait till March. Two thousand and sixteen. With her luck, you know what I mean? But um you know, of course uh <laughs> can't even die right. <laughs> right. Can't even die right. Uh of course you guys know that um you can also find this podcast. Oh, iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, search the Blackout Tips. It'll come up. Leave us five star reviews. We read them on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as they're not too crazy or too long or whatever. Um, and, uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And today marks day 308 that Bobby Schmurder is mm-hmm. locked up in jail. We are coming on almost a year, y'all. Right. We're not too long away from this man being locked up for an entire calendar year. They doing my man Bobby wrong, man. No trial. Like, it took a, a year to get, he could have been making music, you know? Right. G- getting his money right. Like, L.A. Reed played him and said, well, you know, the money situation block, but he would have been making money if he was out though, L.A. Reed. You think First we of stupid? All, and the, sh- the Schmurder was a hit. Right. right? I don't want to hear that. He that only needed big. one more hot nigga like song, and he was right I back to paying for him. On lock, okay? Mm-hmm. I couldn't turn and do a twist without somebody hitting the schmurder. Right. Okay? Every so basketball, every basketball court in America, somebody was hitting that Bobby Schmurder, man. It's, exactly. Uh, but we also sponsored today. We're yeah. triple sponsored to be to be uh, exact. Woohoo! A three way. Hey. <laughs> Uh, today's Menage Trois of sponsors <laughs> uh, starts with Shadow Dog Productions. It's Halloween time, and not only does this mark the beginning of the junk food holidays, it's also an opportunity to get the crap scared out of you by the creepy audio plays. They've got scary audio plays in an album called All Your Nightmares. It's already on iTunes, just waiting for you to go check it out. So go on iTunes, check it out. It's all your nightmares on Shadow by Shadow Doll Productions. 
uh, or you can search itunes for the actor's names jenna j-e-n-n-a simon or john fouts f-o-u-t-z and if you really want to pick them up leave a five-star review on itunes we're also sponsored by bevel that's right this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse and curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today and use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com and then of course we got our sexy sponsor let me see if i can get some some sort of sexy music for everybody um well what's got everybody um vibing lately how about uh no that is not what i meant to click on blues what the hell is that (laughs) i don't know that was the blues i was like don't nobody want to have sex to that uh oh here's everybody's shit you used to call me on my you used to you used to yeah. You used to call me on my cell phone. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Are you getting enough? Of course not. That's why you calling people on their cell phone and they're not picking up. <laughs> well, I bet you love to get more, so go to adamandeve.com because they want to give you more, even mm-hmm. if she don't. Even if she's out here doing all the nasty stuff you taught her for somebody else. Duh. You can get 10 free gifts at adamandeve.com. They give you a sexy little surprise for her or whoever your new boo is. Second, a specially selected toy for him. Third, a little something that you both can enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, you get free shipping on your entire order. So what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? It's not hard. Go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code TBGWT at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts. Go check out adamandeve.com today and select one item and get 10 free gifts, including free shipping, when you enter offer code TBGWT. That's TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Play me out, Drake. Man, Drake has proved that uh, I can dance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, I used to be like, I can't dance. But then I seen this video, I was like, oh, I can dance. I just didn't oh, know that was dancing. Yeah, Drake ain't got no shame in his game. He bringing all, I seen so that many light skinned brothers come out to work. Like, I'm light skinned and I'm hot now. Mm-hmm. yes yeah, the uh year of light-skinned supremacy man right and, they all bold i mean that gotta just fall back we, we, back we gotta fall back man i honestly feel like that was the death nail that was the nail in the coffin him doing them dances because before i seen the internet i just saw the dancers was like matter of fact it was before i heard the song i just saw a, a gift of the dancers i was like oh i know they clowned him for these <laughs> Wait, somebody in the chat said Drake is the light-skinned Leonidas. Yeah. And I don't think that you could that you could describe him any That's better. perfect. Right. That's perfect. Yeah. Only thing is he ain't dying at the end, man. He moved out the way of that spear. <laughs> but yeah, he he out here murdering the game. Like that was really like that was when Vince like when Vince Carter won the dunk contest and he had put his 
his whole arm in the rim that's what drake's dancing was just now for light-skinned people they just put their whole arm in the rim and waited for america to catch on and be like yo he really did that shit i can't believe yeah, it ain't got no <laughs> shame and don't care light-skinned brothers ain't been this hot since goddamn i'll be sure saying yes, them in there since i'll be sure the That's black it. photoshop part of twitter is wreaking havoc with it and it's not stopping it from being the jam at all no Mm-mm. that's making it more to jam right it, yes it, it made it more whenever twitter gets a hold of something it makes it more the jam like yeah it makes it better it's hard to believe this is the same drake that they had that jogging suit picture of him at rick ross house yes! no no it's perfect it's the same drake that's the thing right because he was doing them same damn moves he was yes. just like i'm gonna be light-skinned until and y'all come around and we came around Every, the right. rest of the, the world came around spot. he ain't moved he called his shot man i have nothing but respect for that brother man i really used to shit on his music and everything i still can't listen to his old albums but uh now when i listen to his music i just be like oh this is like what it feel like to have light skin privilege man it yeah let me, me feel like i'm not gonna get pulled over sometimes it's crazy <laughs> Uh, off my screen, Rod. Uh, oh, 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 Karen will come back. She no. Oh wait, where did I go? You not Karen? Oh yeah, you went away, my brother. How can y'all? How can I see y'all and they? Okay, let me refresh. (laughs) I can see and hear y'all, but I just got kicked out of. That is a new first. That's a first. <laughs> now the podcast will hear us, but the, the people in the chat room came right now. Yeah, yeah. That that was a first. That's never happened. Before. Yeah, normally I go away yeah chat room uh i'm back sorry about that i don't know what happened all right um so let's I, uh i guess oh. i guess the light skin was like hey we got to put you out my karen brother. let me know if that happens again because yes uh, sir i'll you know uh all right man it's time to get into what we do here what everybody's been anticipating and that is ask adrian how everything's been going in your life how's everything been going in your life oh man my life is um it's going all right you know uh, I got my niece here full time now. Um, having being like a, a full time parent is uh, like a, a whole new ball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> How old is like, your niece? You know, in terms of just having her here all the time and have to do homework every night and like it's um, new and exciting and um, it, it's different. Um, but we're we're definitely making adjustments. But she's such a sweetheart. My niece is such a sweetheart. She's fantastic so how, how old is she she's six okay that's still a good see that's about see, the wait, age i like another six-year-old who's here all the time and they're like a month apart mm-hmm. and so oh. it's a little crazy with the okay yeah that, it's and like the, the older one too so it's like right. mm-hmm. it goes wild but yeah. on the weekdays you know it's, it's pretty <laughs> yeah no nah, i can I, they, it's the exponential like once you hook up two six-year-olds it's it just right. blows out of proportion i see okay yeah yeah I, yeah I, i've i've seen that in action and, and yeah and, it's like yeah. one you're like all right yeah <laughs> you know we cool you're like what the hell are y'all doing yeah. <laughs> like, through my ceiling what are you doing yes all you hear is scream especially little girls i don't know about little boys but my niece and her little buddy get together all you hear is screaming for no reason Oh, it's like doom, 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 doom. right <laughs> and stumping and and then you hear random music playing so so grandma got to go in there to be sure that the music they playing is appropriate what is y'all listening to in here how 
y'all. They crazy. Six to, it is um it, it has been an adventure. I'll mm. say that. Um, kind of just getting it all together. We went camping. I wanted to tell you guys about that because we went camping as a family in August, and it was so awesome. We had so much fun, man. But like, I got sunburn. Shit is real. What? It didn't hurt. It doesn't hurt because I'm brown skin. But right. like, I was peeling seriously for like a month yeah. and a half. Right. Wow. We, brown skin. We can get sunburned too. A lot of people don't understand that. Right. I, I guess know, I never had it, it happen. It doesn't hurt or anything. I'm, it wasn't like I couldn't lay down because that shit just looks terrible and awful. But like when I got back, I was just like peeling for, for a month. And I make skincare. I'm like scrubbing, exfoliating. It's like nah. It was two more layers underneath of there that you still gotta get. <laughs> like, yes, we we need that like, SPF too. This is crazy, but it was so much fun. Like the kids had such a, a blast, and everybody had fun. And now I'm trying to get my whole family to go next year. But it, it wasn't like camping outside, but it was like the next step up from that. Like, okay, okay. We didn't have anything in the cabin or in, or anything like that except for beds. It was like beds, a table, and a fan. Yeah, it's always funny when it's always funny when people like my white friends will be like, I go, I went camping, and I'm like, oh damn, y'all went camping? Yeah, I don't want to do that. I'm not roughing it outdoors. But then they come back and they're like, yeah, man, we got drunk. We were you, you know, we went to the, you know, you just go use the bathroom. I was like, the bathroom? I thought you went camping. It's like, no, no, it's like a facility. I was like, oh, you just, yeah, you just went to the woods. You didn't really go camping. Yeah, maybe we just we went to the woods, but we had to cook outside and stuff. Listen, it was like a three day barbecue. That's why it's like a three day barbecue. <laughs> yeah, they had me. It was outside, like we had to cook everything. I was scrambling eggs, like yeah, they had me thinking they were doing like fucking Boy Scouts, right? Like, you, like, you, like you know. Yogi the Bear was gonna come and take your picnic basket. Fuck that, right? <laughs> and listen, if if I had to take my black ass <laughs> in somebody's tent right you know what i mean like we gotta start a fire and shit i'm not starting no fire come on man pushing it with tent yeah i wish i had known and they're very affordable so i mean if you're interested in things like that or we went to one with a lake so like all the state a lot of all the states have state parks and they have federal funded parks and a lot of them have campgrounds or they have cabins or they have um like rustic cabins and some of them have like nice cabins too like Mm. nice ones that you get for like a week but um they're really nice so and, and they're very affordable and economical so if you're looking for something if any of you guys are looking for something to do with your kids over the summer or you know the fall the spring look into your state parks and your federal parks because it's cheap as hell like i, I think we was like 40 dollars a night for the cabin that we did that ain't bad. and everything else you know you got access to the lake and all kind of stuff so you can check it out it was so much fun the kids enjoyed themselves you know, we were worried because it was like, we're not going to have iPads. We're not going to have this. Everybody was fine. That's dope, man. Yeah, kids is the only thing that would get you to camp because I'm not going camping. All right. Oh. All right. Well, let's get into the review then. Kids, so you definitely ain't. Yeah, let's just get to the review then. Uh, episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That, that ain't me. Mm-mm. Episode two of season six of The Walking Dead. JSS is the name of it. Um. Oh, wait, that's right. I'm supposed to play the theme song somewhere around here. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, here we go.
love the way the drums come in um <laughs> if somebody told me that kanye did the walking dead beat i believe it because this beat is fire i would believe right? that too it's flames um only thing he's missing is auto-tune uh so this episode two of season six of the walking dead jss directed by jennifer lynch and written by seth hoffman um and uh it brought in a 12.18 uh rating um so yeah jss basically we finally get uh the other side not finally we have to wait that long we get enid's backstory we get Mm -hmm. the other side of what was happening last week during the first first time again episode one when they had this big plan with the walkers um and it's kind of funny because this is exactly what i said i wanted last week and we pretty much got exactly what i said i wanted so um they answer the questions i was very happy uh but uh i'll go around and ask you guys uh karen what'd you think about this episode overall oh i loved it i had a a ball a blast a lot of emotions i enjoyed myself what about you adrian same here i was on edge the whole time because i was just like what the hell is gonna happen just waiting until we figure out what that horn was like i was on edge the whole time until they until they really brought that but yeah man it was this episode was good it It was was, everything is always good every episode it was really a post-pounding episode for me yes Mm -hmm. you know or like i just had no idea what was gonna happen next and you know i'm just hoping and wishing for everybody to be okay but you know, I know this is The Walking Dead, and you can catch that axe real quick mm-hmm. and never see it coming. Um, also, uh, you know, I was saying last week uh, when we saw all the new cast members that I was now looking for a culling of the cast. Like, uh, you know, you know like it, they don't let you amass a lot of people on this show. And I was like, some of them people got to go. And I just hope it's none of my faves. And, uh, I feel like we definitely got a lot of a lot of body count this oh, episode. I, I body count. I mean, good griefish. It was uh <laughs> niggas was dying left and right. Left and right. It was it, woo, it was just like, okay, all right. So we just all right. So he okay. Don't know that guy's name. Like that's how quick people was dying. So um <laughs> let's go ahead and get right into it. We'll go scene by scene. Um uh Enid's parents we start with enid as a flashback you know enid's the little girl that carl's interested in ron seems to have a friendship with like maybe some sort of teenage love triangle thing brewing um but um you know enid we've never really gotten her backstory now mm-hmm. karen thinks she's in the wolves mm-hmm. and so that's a popular theory a lot of people have i personally think she's a loner and i think and i said last week i just think she's seen too much shit to be attached to anybody like her whole thing is i know i can take care of me but i don't know you motherfuckers and um so we get this backstory and it's her with her parents and her parents are trying to hotwire a car like they were googling how to hotwire a car her parents dumb as hell yeah she got the worst parents like they were having one of those conversations that any anybody has been in a relationship for a while you had this conversation where you have to help each other do something and some people do it better than others you know correct but it can test everybody you know (laughs) yes the whole like hey let's put this desk together you know like that kind of shit was like no it said insert a into no that's a screw right (laughs) that's not a nail that's a screw you know so uh, hand me the wrench what's the wrench so her parents are having that kind of conversation 
about hot wiring a car except with infinite infinitely more pressure because there's zombies you know like right enid's being a lookout but there's fucking zombies around and these motherfuckers tried to play it calm because uh he was like okay so we need to connect it to terminal 27 and she's like yeah it says connected to terminal 27 look for the red one he's like which one what where is that it'd be great if i knew what 27 was it was like some real past aggressive shit and then she's like it's right there it's like oh it's blown well we'll just find another one and then enid's like mom zombies and she's like we know enid we're just trying to get the car started i was like oh okay y'all don't care right I was like, oh, these niggas about to die. Right. right. I was like, that's when they die, right there. And I love the jump cuts in this joint because they don't show you her parents die. They just show her in the car alone watching zombies eat somebody. And you're like, oh, her parents out there getting ate. (laughs) I don't even think we got to see her parents' faces. They just feel it in for you. And like, you know, you I mean, they just uh, jump and you got to feel it in yourself. You're like, oh, damn, they eating her parents. Right. Like, you're mm-hmm. like, they and you continue sipping like I knew they was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause the, the, it was like the watching the scene. It was like she was like a zombies. And I don't know if they thought it was one or two, but apparently they ain't too bright. And I'm assuming my assumption is that the jump the jump was when the outbreak maybe first started mm-hmm. so maybe they didn't anticipate that many so that my, my assumption was that might be why they didn't think that many was going to attack but yeah i just feel like they got in the car got surrounded by zombies at some point they decided we need to get out and clear the way for enid and then they got eight because some of the zombies were dead when they got out Ooh. but uh then they got killed well, I, I think i think they just you know because you saw how they were coming they yeah. were coming from both sides yeah so my theory on that is that her parents just got caught up right there like while she mm. was, like she just got in a car you know she saw them she got in a car and watched them kill her parents like Damn. that's what i think or they might have caught one or two but it was too many of them because yeah. it was i think like karen said it might have been earlier on where like they hadn't really gotten the skills to really like kill a bunch of walkers at one Mm. time with just two of them yeah so i don't even think that they jumped forward that much like you know it was like oh they was coming around the corner they got them the walkers got them and she was just in shock i think that was that same like couple Mm. minutes you know right right she was watching them be dead like watching them die and as they ate her as they ate her parents like she was so shell-shocked you see her face i was like oh she not that's how she not she not okay right she's not gonna be okay with that she didn't just watch them get killed like she had to sit there and watch them while they ate them and everything like what was she gonna do she was probably hungry right right Right. hungry and shit just in that car until they until something else got their attention true and her response is a normal teenager's response you know because it's one of those things where you go from you and your parents to just being you at a very very young age and that's a lot to take in mm-hmm. I, and i almost like what's the word called i um i like um relate to her like mm-hmm. n- i relate to her personally a lot more now like because i understand that loner lone wolf thing like that's me i'm right. i'm that way it's not the it's not the z-pop thing but it's, it's really a real thing like they really um losing your parents is very hard like and and the way she did it like she's just not gonna be able to really connect to emotions at all like i feel mm. like you saw her almost like in that moment like she was so horrified like she probably just turned it all off right there like and she's i mean the other thing she too don't have it. any left to, for people like even when old boy was hugging her later she was just looking at him like 
whatever nigga you be all right like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's her that's the thing daddy um, i watch my daddy get ate by a walker like shut up yeah it her it her life right now is very much like um you know she like this this broke her and she's done you know but mm-hmm. in the you know in this scene or whatever you know when her parents got eight you know she's sitting there watching it you know you can see that they're like whatever was left of her being a little girl was gone and it's gone. it goes back to something i've been saying for a while too on this show and fear the walking dead the younger people just adjust quicker because right you know what i mean it's just like this shit that's is just, how it is life is like yeah. that you know kids aren't set in their ways as much like if you put them in a different situation they'll adjust way quicker than the adults will like right that's all the time you just once they see the truth they're like oh that's what reality is now like their reality is much more malleable yeah than adults. Like, they're the, they're, this is the new normal for her um so um so uh yeah she so then we cut jump cut to her like out walking by herself uh she hears a sound she hides then there's another time where she's like hiding from zombies behind a sign a a broken down road sign so they can't see her and she writes in the ground jss and i was like man she can't buy a vow she spelled jesus all wrong (laughs) it's an e and a u in there girl your typewriter broke um so is them her initials is she trying to like is someone gonna come get her i was so slow right like maybe that's like, her real uh her real name is js the real initials are jss or something i thought even it was a cover in my mind i had this whole thing going like she told him the wrong name everything right you find out what it meant yeah i feel like through watching this uh and watching people's reactions to enid i'm picking up a lot of the reason why people can sometimes be insecure around me because sometimes i'm just in my own head and i don't really feel the need to have to like talk to people all the time and it's amazing what people will think about you mm-hmm. without you saying shit because everybody's like the evil ass bitch i bet that's a the jss is a sign to tell them to come kill these people it's like or <laughs> like or maybe she's just a teenager she's alone she's scared nah man nah dog something up with her you like everything gotta have- you're quiet that allows people to kind of put their to you know you're like a blank slate almost you know Not, yeah like throw their own insecurities their own issues their own whatever like thoughts or random things they pull out the sky it kind of lets them def- lets them use that to define you because you haven't defined yourself yeah it's, it's that it's this is it, exactly it stuff. this is exactly why javier from ihop was used to treat me like shit man he thought uh-huh. i was thought i was talking shit about him and i wasn't i was just out there jss baby um uh-huh. so she came across a turtle that was trying to cross the road Move, moving a little too slow a little too slow and looking a little too juicy and uh she ate that turtle raw breath didn't mm. even wash her hands Mm-mm. didn't make no turtle soup she used the bones to make a jss sign which is some serial killer shit and i just imagine that the shredder was uh proud of her and how she handled that um uh, ah. he, you know he had been wanting to make turtle soup for a while at mm-hmm. this point uh i felt like he was in his hideout watching tv and he was looking at bebop and rocksteady like see what's so fucking hard about that a little girl could kill a turtle i've been sending y'all <laughs> niggas on mission for 20 years and y'all ain't did it yet right yo i was so dis. i was like watching in horror as she ate the fucking turtle raw mm. i was like oh 
my god you know how hungry you gotta be to eat a turtle raw right, right. She and i love to look around for a match or nothing. nothing she was going she was raw dog in the turtle from the rip and, and i was like you could at least try to light a fire something she she was like fuck was it i'm hungry it's work yeah on twitter i said i bet she's gonna get the runs after eating that you know and it was like it's a turtle so it'll probably just be the strolls <laughs> it's gonna be pretty slow um but uh so then we cut to her walking around outside the fence or the the wall outside of alexandria she hears the people inside and uh it's a very short moment but i don't know if people notice she turned away she wasn't gonna go in and then she thought about it for a while and then she wrote jss on the dirt caked hands that she had and she decided to walk in and they and it ends with her walking in and they zoom in on the jss on her hands and then we get the theme so that was another thing that made me think she's not with the wolves because with this background story and now this like you know this this especially the idea that she might not have even wanted to go in there just because she was just like fuck it these like i i i could take care of myself better than this but the fact that she went in there thinking maybe this place is safe or whatever makes me feel like she's not one of those crazy ass w head wolf people i don't know why anyone would have thought that i never thought that she was part of that group or anything like that i just thought that she was like we thought you know like some sort of loner or something happened to her because we we know she didn't have parents because they never showed them right so we knew something bad had to have happened to them because everyone all the other adults or you know kids parents you saw them Mm-hmm. but her she was by herself and they just kept talking about well in it when she got here she didn't say anything for however long so i just figured she was you know distraught and mm-hmm. and uh P- ptsd you can't even say post-traumatic P- they just have traumatic stress right, disorder because right. it's not post anything like <laughs> they are in the stress still yeah it right. feels like um they i mean i do feel like the show made her quote-unquote suspicious on purpose but for me it was more like a mysterious thing than a suspicious thing and i think for a lot of people it's just been a very suspicious thing uh karen you gonna say something yeah uh, for me yeah i questioned you was like she was standoffish she wouldn't uh get along with anybody it was like where did you come from? i guess my thing was where did you come from like i got questions like where did you come from <laughs> did they did somebody send you there as a spy and you know and shit like that like i was i just had so many questions about her well we do know also alexandria is very trusted and that was the other thing when she rolled up on it i was thinking man she is so lucky she got there before rick and them got there because they would have had a lookout they would have had you know like some sort of test you know rick and it would have been super suspicious of where she came from how many walkers you kids? exactly it would have been it wouldn't have been just some like come on in it would have definitely been way more um you know way way more difficult to get in but she just got there when alexandra didn't even have lookouts you know like this is Which when it's insane right right like you just go on the door knock on it like hey can i come in like i, I to me all this makes sense to why because you have to think she lived there for weeks before rick and them even got there and those people still haven't been whipped into shape really 
and i feel like enid's always been like one foot out the door like i don't like these motherfuckers right. don't die i think that's the part of just survive somehow like every move she makes is about surviving in that moment right. like she was hungry and she was you know she was about to walk away she was like you know what they, these people sound all right so let me let me convince myself to go in here you know see if they got some food or something and then when them when them people came <laughs> over them joints she's like, oh oh yeah Jeez. Uh, shit i'm surviving out of here now so we like, cut yeah, to uh yeah. oh go ahead Karen. and i think for me she had been on the outside most right. of them had right. always been inside the walls so she kind of knew what was out there mm-hmm. and they didn't so i think that um looking back on it, i think that she knew that if something happened those people in there weren't gonna make it yeah i think she always knew that i think that's why she never really was bonded with them um also Mar- uh i mean not martha uh carol stewart um <laughs> was was uh in the kitchen in the uh armory slash kitchen you went um, down i went down okay mm-hmm. let me go back in i don't know what's know what's going on with my thing I don't today. like you today rob right i i haven't changed anything um now it's telling me internet floor stopped working all right well that's cool uh problem with the web page now it's bringing me back in it's bringing me back in all the stuff is automated on the new windows 10 brought to you by microsoft karen (laughs) (laughs) you done did upgrade all right i'm back Uh, rod you're on internet explorer yeah 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 apparently so um uh what's funny is this is the first time i ever had a problem with it that's that's (laughs) the most amazing part if you think about it uh (laughs) so carol stewart was in there and she was making uh she was getting ready to uh uh she it was her and three other women and they were all getting ready to get some supplies so they could start cooking and stuff apparently they're running out of the things that everybody likes surprise surprise um and carol's like hey man this ain't nothing i'm just gonna take some of the shit people don't like she took a cream of celery and she was gonna uh it's some paprika and i noticed there was a lot of spices left which is how you could tell the people in alexandria that do the cooking mostly white women right Right, and they were like, "Oh, but paprika." I'm like, "Paprika, the shit. Like that's you need some of that to make some seasoning salt or something. Put you that know, salt, like, some right. onions, real garlic, talk, the little thing going. Like Listen. you don't know how to mix your spices, baby. Real talk, the garlic powder and the paprika go the fastest up in here. Right. I don't even know what they talking about. Thank you. I was low key mad. I was like, "See, that's why people don't eat y'all cooking. <laughs> when y'all come to the fucking potluck, I'll pass on your motherfucking food, and you wonder why? Cause you ain't got no paprika in your shit. Mm, shit bland, right? You might as well be drinking water. I made chicken noodle casserole, like with no paprika and no garlic. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, then. no seasoning salt. Yeah, I'm actually. I'm, I'm actually. Did you use regular salt? Yeah. Um, I, I made mac and cheese straight out the box. You're like with craft. No, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Straight, straight out the craft, like, like anyway. my macaroni and cheese came out the blue box but like, bitch if you don't get out of here so carol noodles yeah, <laughs> right so carol goes basically like listen um i used to make ed spring king cleaning casseroles and you know i just i used to be hell on the water chestnuts i make miracles out of them joints and then she made this real good face oh my god like she rolled her eyes and smiled at the same time it was so fucking good um and she was fitting in and it made me think it's part of her cover that she wasn't abused by ed like yeah yes absolutely like yeah absolutely yeah okay i mean once they know that she was like abused and, and that you know that she was abused and that her husband used to beat her like they're gonna have all kind of questions they're gonna want to try to get to know her like oh my god tell us about you know and she's trying to keep this this up that she was just the housewife that used to just wash clothes and 
and that and that and that she was that and now she's what they see today like she hasn't given them no information about how she got from battered wife to kick-ass bitch you are not beating her in poker right like you know he she hasn't given up any information no no real information about herself so for her to be just a just a housewife who was you know caught up in 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 this and and used to just make casseroles all the time like that's absolutely part of her cover in in terms of you know she can't shoot a gun right so olivia oh go ahead karen it's the right one of the things but she wanted to kind of quote unquote blend in and she wanted to seem harmless Mm -hmm. right and imagine what they would have thought about her if they knew she had gotten that she was basically in the same predicament as old girl what's her name Um, uh jesse right they jesse they would have kind of been like okay you know it would have gave a little bit more um uh they they would have kind of maybe saw the connection like you know between that and because that was why she was pushing it like no i know what i saw I know, I know what this is. Right. And yeah. he's whooping her ass. Like she like, saw it before anybody saw it. I feel like Carol is, this is a mask for her that is easy. He's who she wanted to be a long time ago. Yeah. Who she was pretending to be her whole yeah. life. Right. Like, that's exactly. who she was pretending to be. The housewife, the perfect housewife. Right. And that, that was just listening to her husband and doing everything that she could do to, 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 to make a house and a home. That yeah. was, that was her role with her husband yeah you know what i mean like and 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 to the world because you know when someone is being abused at home a lot of times they have to take up the mantle of going out in the streets and pretending that shit is okay and she's really good at convincing people that everything's okay they was even calling her by her last name so she was like miss pettier you're an honest to goodness hero and i was like you have no idea she's an impossible white man yes she's not just a hero she's unkillable motherfucker like (laughs) y'all don't even know damn terminus by herself by herself (laughs) she code she rolled in that bitch dolo like. <laughs> <laughs> the unlimited ammo code locked in Karen, right. Karen, what are you gonna say I, yeah she'll fuck around and be making you dough and kill you with that same dough and make that bread when well, she, she get finished she did tell shelly niedermeyer that she would teach her how to um make noodles by hand if she stopped smoking them damn cigarettes in the house because it's a nasty habit and the other three the other two women was looking like yeah bitch we don't like that shit either <laughs> and, and it was a cool little moment of oh yeah just you know the 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 group dynamics of homemaking women in a group you know it felt like a pta meeting for a second right and it shows you the disconnect well it also makes you realize like how pampered that lifestyle is for those people and carol to carol's just a mask she can whip off at any time but for them that's that's their life you know Um, for real they were serious you know she was just like child y'all don't know shit about shit yeah olivia woke up this casserole olivia woke up that morning like oh i got a long day of counting the macaroni and cheese and uh (laughs) man it was hard today i had people took three guns um (laughs) so then she goes back to her house carol does and sam you guys remember sam from the uh from the, from the i like cookie speech a little a little boy stalker yeah and sam is sitting on her porch and he didn't even get to say nothing to her she just walked in and was like your dad used to hit you and then he got himself killed it happened it's done go home and i said carol is just like karen <laughs> she hate them kids hate Yo, them kids carol don't give a shit about your little my daddy died problems Mm-mm. she don't care like she ain't really care last season she was like look 
I mean, she cared because we got to get him out of here. Right. But now that he out, like, boy, bye. Sure, done threatened to take. She already done threatened to take him into the woods and let the walkers eat him. Right. Carol ain't got time for his little for his little sad face. Mm-hmm. We got real problems out here. And the Get thing the, the thing I like about <laughs> Sam is he be taking those speeches so well. Like he really is like Peter from the Cosby show where he just like, you know what? Long as I get my cookies, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, this time he actually took it pretty well, no tears just was sitting on the porch with his his a stamp that he gives everybody to let them know they're part of alexandria and that he you know he approves of them and shit and he really was just like okay all right well that happened right and the thing is on the low when carol was speaking with them women she cracked the joke was like don't be sneaking up in the house and taking cookies and shit right i heard ah that was that was that was that was aimed for that little boy like don't don't be doing that shit Mm -mm." jesse learns about everybody's issues from cutting hair how do we know because she was telling ron to come home and get his come downstairs and get his shaggy haircut uh down to a reasonable you know reasonable style and uh ron went total white boy on her and was like i don't want to do that shit he cussed at her he said this is bullshit he saw right through it he said i know you're trying to cut my hair so we could talk and i don't feel like talking and he was real angry with her and shit and i kind and i really like this scene because you i mean this is an abused family right mm-hmm. so you know like th- their shit's not gonna be all good behind the doors you know Mm-mm. um and the way they were like the dialogue in this uh she goes there are things we need to talk about things you need to learn and i'm assuming she still needs to train both of them in hold, handling a gun correct and he goes are you serious and she says what is it do you blame me and then he didn't say shit uh she said raise your left arm above your head do it you can't tell me why and he said no they obviously both know it's because of the abuse he suffered with his father he can't raise the left hand left arm above his head and then she said your father was dangerous and he goes rick is dangerous she was like he got nothing to do with this and he said what is he your friend and it was a long pause and she goes yeah he's my friend and this reminded me of something that she said to rick last week that he that ron didn't need to hear these tough truths from him but if she didn't say he didn't need to hear it just rick's not the she was like he can't hear it from you like okay oh, right. she knew that from the rick when she was like you know i'm gonna teach him i'm gonna do everything but you can't like we know that he needs to hear this thing that he needs to do this and that i that that these are things we're gonna need to talk about because she said like i get it I get all this stuff you're saying and he needs to hear it. I needed to hear it. Everybody in this whole place needs to hear it, but him specifically can't hear it from you. Like right. that's the only thing. He's just not going to hear it from you. Right. Everything he hear Rick and it's, it's not going to sink in. Like, and I can't even picture why Rick is into Jesse like that because she's kind of the opposite of his first wife, Laurie. Like Laurie to me was annoying, whiny, yes always starting some shit like i'm emotional i'm gonna drive my car real fast and flip off the road and you're just like why would you do this shit right like jesse is safe she's like i'm learning how to get a gun i'm about to protect myself and my family you know i ain't really trying to fuck with this nigga like this anyway like her whole thing like to me she seems like the beginnings of uh of like a carol in a way where like she's survived some severe abuse 
and but she's ready to be woke because she already knows how harsh the world can be behind closed doors Mm -hmm. as is so it ain't that hard for her to imagine how fucked up it is outside as opposed to a lot of the alexandrians right Um, or just adjust yeah you know if your life is really already for real fucked up Mm -hmm. when the world goes to shit you know you're not gonna be that sad about it you know what i mean or you you know what i'm saying in terms of what you were losing like she's not of course that was her husband i'm sure she loved him on some levels but she knew what he was and she knew that you know basically like she is closer to sort of wanting to give up the life that she had anyway you know what i mean yes like yes other people who who had a real a hold on it they had happiness they had something that where they that they really wanted to hold on to they're going to have a harder time adjusting but when your life is messed up behind closed doors you know when you finally get free of that it's a freeing feeling mm-hmm. versus just sadness and and hurt and pain from losing it you you have a whole new lease on life whereas other people feel like their lives are over like yeah for her her life is okay now he's gone i can actually be me now like yep. I can be who I am. So Maggie is doing her best to get Deanna, Deanna to get, you know, through this mourning phase, which, you know, in all fairness, she lost one of her sons and her husband in a very short period of time. <laughs> like within hours, basically. Yeah. With it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it could have literally been hours away. Right. It was filmed. Right. And, um, you know, yeah, like it's, yeah, we know for a fact it between reg dying in the episode that we're seeing it's definitely only been a couple days mm-hmm. and then between you know her son dying before that and reg dying like it might have been a couple days for that at most so that's losing a lot in a short period of time right um so she's all fucked up a lot of people are like oh she looks bad i'm like she probably would i mean yeah, you know she, she lost, she lost a lot son and then you know within like maybe 24 to 48 hours she lost her husband like back to back yeah so um maggie's giving her this talk and she's basically trying to give her hope for the future in my opinion like and i and you know you can see that maggie is being not just groomed to be her successor but at this point she's stronger than deanna is for the moment you know yeah. we'll maybe forever or maybe just for now but she definitely is strong the stronger of the two right now she even put out some seeds because they had started a garden they haven't put up a wall around it yet but she was saying like look we'll put up the panels for the expansion but we got these seeds we can start planting food now we can you know we can eat this food uh i got we got these seeds we got tomatoes and all this stuff like we're like we're gonna be okay and deanna just looking like i don't care about but you seeds. know what i found so beautiful about that scene mm-hmm. it was a throwback to rick and herschel Herschel. rick and herschel had that same conversation um i think it was probably the beginning of season four after the governor and they were like and they were planting stuff and and they kept um going back to show us when they were um, planting the seeds and stuff outside of the prison yeah and herschel was like you know we can have this here you know we you know you're back like you know what i mean trying to just get rick because he was dealing with so much stuff but it really just she is so her dad like right. she's herschel yeah. and it is it was such a like I said, it was such a beautiful scene because she, he herschel had the same conversation with rick after um like you know after uh what was her name after Lori died and right. like he, he went all off the rails and the governor was around you know after that he had he needed that time 
Right. And Herschel was the one that kind of brought him back to to reality. And they did it through farming and through right. building things and through wanting to invest in the people that were around them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what she's trying to do for Deanna is like, like, you know, you got to come back. You got to show them you're still here. And it's really beautiful to see her like become that character. Yeah. And it's also like her and Herschel almost are like farming people because like they're like they he watered rick back to being a full person and she's kind of watering uh uh, deanna like she you know even with the she like stops her at one point and says because by the way deanna doesn't say a word this whole scene and she's like reg wanted this community to grow you did too has that changed everyone that's here is because of you and you need to show them that you're still here and you know deanna just kind of looked like you know she wanted to believe but she's just so broken right now right but it's wild to see her go from the very vocal strong leader she was when they arrived to this like broken person who's just like oh my god like this shit was even more real than i thought you know right he tried to tell me rick was trying to tell her like and she wasn't listening now she got that crash course in realness that's why you can't be letting gabe tell you what the fuck to do man uh eugene walks up in speaking of gabe eugene walks up in the uh, medical ward or whatever and he's talking to tara and he says just hands my biscuits is all and (laughs) he basically was saying they shouldn't use the square footage for the church uh for for the the biggest building with the biggest square footage to build a church they should be using it for uh a bunch of other shit games a sweet ass game room i think was one of the suggestions but <laughs> a but a lab which i was like nigga you ain't no scientist but uh he was like <laughs> a lab or something you know just something other than that and he was like you know he didn't want the thumpers to get their way or and whatnot um which you know i gotta say man i agree with eugene me too um and it's not just because you know i'm an atheist i'm saying it because if gabe is gonna be the one in charge of the church no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. fuck gabe he need the least he need a, a closet give him a closet ah! he can have people in right. one at a time and that's it like i don't need him to be telling anybody what to do in this town i don't trust him and the last thing i want him doing is using his religion to abuse people um uh, so <laughs> denise who uh i believe is is a new person for me i don't know if she's been on there before and just in the background but yeah i think she's been in the background she was in there reading a, a book like a medical journal or something trying to do some quick studying because she is the new doctor mm-hmm. and she was not ready well she said i'm not you know i didn't go to school for to be a this type of doctor i went to school at first to be a medical doctor but i had to switch to like psychology or psychiatry or something because i had panic attacks and i'm just like fuck that's not good like right i'm like this ain't nothing but stress she's gonna be panicked the whole damn time <laughs> right like this ain't the job for you fast. <laughs> like a lot of people gonna be entering that room and you're gonna have to be in a panic because it's gonna be real and uh she was just like you know um like uh but basically you know i'm I'm gonna try to work through it because uh apparently pete used to never let her be in there he didn't want to deal with her pete was a damn hater though yeah and you know also it's kind of like that uh remember the doctor from the hospital right where he was like i need i want to be the only one right so i could be useful right i like if, if you have another person that can replace pete suddenly you can you don't have to tolerate his abusing his wife right and that's exactly why he didn't want her in there right so 
uh tara said something about they were coming in there to get some um some advil for her head because she still gets headaches and dizzy spells while they were working on stuff and uh she was like well i could take a look at it eugene for some reason decided now would be the time to question her credibility as a doctor i was like you don't get to question anyone's credibility ever eugene right i mean you told the biggest lie to get across the 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 country i think you need to chill out so uh denise um was like well i can just look at your headache i mean i can't kill you doing that and (laughs) fucking eugene's like unless you overlook a you know what's up like a hematoma or something and they'll just look they just both looked at him like what the fuck are you talking about and then, uh, i only think he knew yeah then they cut away from that shit um carl was pushing judith in her stroller through the streets nice quiet moment and he saw that uh edith and ron were sitting on a log talking mm-hmm. and then gabe ambushed carl from behind and said hey man i'm ready to learn how to fight now Man, when you tried to show me the moves at that church and I was tripping, well, now I'm ready. And Carl was like, well, maybe you need to tell everybody else. Right. And he went to take a couple steps and he thought about it because Gabe was turning around and he said, you know what? Meet me at my house at three. I will start with the machete. And Gabe was like, yay, I'm going to learn how to do machete. <laughs> and then Carl looked over towards the, the lake again and uh edith and ron were now embracing but it wasn't romantic it was Mm -hmm. more like a uh totally platonic like he's crying because he just lost his father and he's sad Mm -hmm. and she was hugging him and then edith and carl made eye contact during the hug and her face was completely stoic like it was blank yeah like we don't have no kind of emotion like none of she don't have no kind of emotional reaction to anything. Like, right. dumb people came out with knives and machetes, and she was just like, um, so I'm about to be out. Right, yeah, her, and then the other thing, though, Carl either. Like, right, either, Carl, and that's why they're drawn to each other, because they're, they both, you know, have been, been through stuff, and they just, they, they both don't have any kind of, like, uh, real, I, well, Carl's getting some back. Carl was right. on the brink. Carl right. went all the way past the brink and came back right. to the line. Right. And, you know, so now he's a little bit more in touch with his humanity. But, like, she just doesn't have any of that. Like, she's looking like, okay, dude, like. Yeah, I ain't got no time for this crying I ain't shit. got no time for this crying. Like, yeah. the, the, I got to keep my head on a swivel. We got to stay woke all the time. So, yeah, they were both too woke. They just both like. They too woke. <laughs> they were, yeah, they both looked at each other like, yeah, that nigga crying. And then they kept going. And, and, yeah. and this goes to show the difference between when Carl seen them and when the other dudes seen him and Carl, her and Carl together. Yeah. So he looked in like the first he, episode, he just like snuck up on them. Right, looked like he wanted to play Drake. Oh, what the fuck? I did not mean to do that. But uh, he just snuck up on them. I think, weren't they on a a roof or something? They were on the roof, like talking to each other. And Ron was in the background, like uh, chilling, looking at them, trying to figure out. If we need to play the, this song right here.
Damn. That is how Carl looked the first. They should have played that. Yes. When he was looking at Carl and, and eating it on that roof, he really was looking like, don't touch that coat. Um, ah! so then this one though, total opposite. Carl was looking like, not going to hate on the player or the game. I know that that's nothing. And it kept going. Cause I don't think Carl gets attached anymore the same way that, uh, uh, that, that, that Enid doesn't get attached to people just like that anymore. Um, although I will say, Gabe's apology might as well be T.I.'s apology. It was not sincere. I, no, it could have been sincere. I think T.I.'s apology was sincere. You ain't got to suck that shit, though. Yeah, I just don't care. I just don't I'm like, that shit was stupid, nigga, like you always are. And then I just, off of it. Right. That's how I was with Gabe's apology. Like, I believe him. Okay. I think he genuinely learned his lesson and he's sorry. I don't give a fuck. Right. That old I don't trust you piece of shit they came and saved you off a rock nigga when it was all them damn walkers around you they came you yelled out and you said that god sent them to you that's what he said Mm -hmm. god look i called out for help and god sent help and then you go and you betray them like that and fuck you game this is not all the the way and this is not the first time because remember he ended up leaving um carl and uh michonne in there with judith and they end up having to save him again right i hate him man um so uh my my girl um for those who watching at home my girl carol was making her spring cleaning casserole set the oven uh timer for 45 minutes so that's how long you cook a spring cleaning casserole mm-hmm. uh with celery and, and and paprika in it okay yep um then she looked out the window and miss niedermeyer was out there smoking them goddamn cigarettes right and carol was like i told you them things are gonna kill you and then somebody really did kill her that shit had me looking like what the fuck everybody and they cut right the commercial yeah she was she was to smoke her cigarette all of a sudden she got axed to the head listen for people that play video games the wolves the people that were attacking the city they look just like the bad guys in the last tomb raider game like <laughs> and they act like them too like even when them niggas don't have guns and you start shooting they be like get her you like what the fuck nigga i got a gun <laughs> it don't matter they don't even care they that level of crazy right so um you know and and they probably been feasting on the week like that's the thing Mm -hmm. that's the thing you always have to remember with this group and it always happens to everybody that as you're viewing it you get used to these people but y'all don't realize we are following the baddest motherfuckers in the zombie apocalypse true they just happen to be human and have some nice like you know they have like a varied range of reactions and right we know their interpersonal struggles but if you just look at the shit they've accomplished in five seasons like oh no 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 you y'all the mvp (laughs) you know what i'm saying like y'all have gone in every fucked up situation and figured a way out uh losing minimal losses if you think about it so i you know I, i always get conditioned to this shit where i'm like oh fuck man they gonna die but then like if you look at carol's face she didn't let out a scream no she did not she didn't even have a shocked look on her face she was like all right let me get my gun and because with the go they get know busy. the deal 
like Rick told Carl, he when they was in that church last season, he was like, look, I don't care if you think you safe. I don't care if you just chilling. I don't care where you at. You got to stay woke. It's basically mm-hmm. what he told him. Yep. And that's what it is with Carl and them. Like, they don't react. You know, they don't have, like, <laughs> freak out reaction. That ain't the first time she saw somebody get get laid out so right. she like you know they always waiting for the <laughs> shit to go down that's like that's what that's what um last last episode uh when morgan was like right seemed like you know you're always just ready to handle things right but she is nigga something happens she going all right well let me get my gun right let me get ready and, to go uh, let me go fix this figure this shit out and get it together i think she actually put a mark on them cigarettes at that moment like i'm gonna get them cigarettes too uh-huh. um so uh Richard is what is mine is oh, shit. What happened? You okay? I just dropped my dinner. Oh no! Oh. Well, not all of it, just some of it. I'm gonna be all right. I'm I'm be, uh, I'm keep, keep talking. Don't worry about me. All right, all right. Oh, so um, <laughs> I thought you saw looked out the window saw somebody die. My bad. Um, so <laughs> Philly, it could have happened. Deanna, 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 was it Meek was it Meek Mill's career? Uh, oh damn! De- don't do me like that. <laughs> Deanna and Maggie were still outside the wall and they were got to walk in and um richard uh or no they were right inside the, the edge of the wall and richard is apparently this guy who was being a lookout and um after they heard some shooting they get up and start walking around the wall and uh they like richard gets a molotov two molotov cocktails thrown at him one of them misses badly Mm-hmm. and then the other one hits him directly he falls off the wall and he's now burning alive at the bottom right. and maggie's like she pulls a gun out because like let's ready. go and she just they be ready sprung right to action with a gut full of glenn and said let's go and deanna was kept looking at him burning and then like she had this weird limp or something i don't know if she got hurt at some point or what but she runs funny and um she is old well, she is old too, and they have been digging all day. I'm just saying, but she was running with a limp or something. That might be the arthritis. Maybe it is. Bursitis. It's acting up. Maybe it's gonna rain later tonight. Of course. But um, <laughs> Rick's Rick's crew is just so much better at this shit because mm-hmm. you know, like like Maggie's reaction was instant. Like shit's going down. Let's go. And Deanna's like, "What is going down? I'll be right." Because they've never had to deal with an attack, right? Like they, like they actually think they're woke because they know zombies exist. Like, no, nigga. Like, so you got um, to run from the living and the dead. Yeah, Rick been trying to tell them the people. Yeah, the people are the real threat. So, um, Jesse uh, was going to find Ron, but and Sam was in the house, and she was like, "Just hide in your closet, Sam, and you'll be safe." And he was like, no, no, don't go. Sam's the youngest one. And she's like, I gotta find Ron. And while they're arguing over this, they hear like somebody trying to break in the house downstairs. Mm-hmm. So then they both go to the safe room closet upstairs. Uh, you know, so I guess like the panic room where he always hides during these, the ass whoopings that, right. uh, his mom and his older brother used to get. Right. Cause he probably, when he, she probably beats him when he was drunk. So, you know, he normally, couldn't find him or wouldn't come in there after him yeah well you know sometimes abusers just have weird like favorites and shit like i hit this child but i don't hit that child or whatever you know who knows whatever the reason is he locks himself up in this room and then jesse and ron are the ones that get beat so she goes in there with him they lock it there's only a small latch i was like this shit ain't gonna stop no wolf from getting there if they want if they really want to 
but they're in there um hiding and so they now they can't go get ron meanwhile we cut to carl's house carl got the ar-15 on their ass yes carl i'm playing right i don't know what judith was in the house exactly but i know she was safe because this nigga has the ar-15 and was like ain't nobody coming through this piece right because carol was like watch the baby he was like i got you so he hears somebody fumbling with the lock on his on his house and he gets the the gun goes into the kitchen and like stands like kind of behind the wall away like where by the door just in case and it turns out it's enid and she has a rack of keys like like a janitor she had the keys to the, all the houses in the neighborhood right and, and by the way he has a gun pointed at her when she comes in and she goes hi like <laughs> she, but she ain't got no kind of she got no reaction to nothing like first of all she said hi she, he had a gun on her mm-hmm. like a a, a, a a machine gun basically on her and there's niggas outside chopping people with machetes and she like hey right. i got the keys i just was dropping them all before i bounce right like, she she look like she like like when the landlord comes by yes. just to be like oh yeah you have some packages up so you get your security device back baby yeah <laughs> you, you had a package i just was dropping it out for you um so yeah uh carl, carl is like um you know basically what you're doing the keys and shit and she was like i just saw the saw these people and i realized i didn't want them to have it so i came here and he said uh did you see them and she said they're just people uh talking about the wolves uh he also you know made, gave her a job because she was ready she was like and i just thought i'll stop by on my way out peace goodbye <laughs> and he was like nah you staying with me helping me watch judith and she had a knife and he had his gun and they were they went back to back like batman and robin yes they did and um she said this place is too big to protect there are too many blind spots that's how we were able to now this line caused a lot of confusion on my timeline for me it seemed extremely fucking obvious what happened but i forget that a lot of people have been you know wanting her to be in league with these wolves for so long that they'll take anything i read this line as that's how because he cut her off before she could finish but she said that's how we were able to i put sneak out sneak in and sneak out without being right. noticed right right yeah that's what i thought it, that's what i thought it was too i mean everybody can sneak in and sneak out that little boy uh the, the son snuck in and snuck out right when he was you know following morgan and them so i, I thought that's what i thought like the we in that sentence to me was me and you carl we snuck out multiple times and right. snuck back in without being caught this place is too big karen is that how you read it or did you think we was the wolves yes i thought she was talking about her and call oh. and i think that it just one of those things where because she was coming almost like rick and the crew on the outside coming in she understood that the place was too big just like when rick and them had went to the uh, other place and it had all the fucking trees and, and it, you couldn't see and all that stuff. Yeah. Rick had kind of said the same thing. Like, yeah, this place is too big, too many blind spots. Like, it would be almost impossible for nobody not to walk up on you unseen. And they didn't have that wall either. So that, right. that place was really fucked. Well, correct. Like, that's the thing. Those people had thought about the zombies, but it's like, yeah, it's more than that. And Rick and them know for sure. So, um, she says, uh, so, cargo cuts her says they got in the walls they're going to die all of them and i said that is his father's son mm-hmm. oh, rick, he, 
Listen, <laughs> we know about Carl. Right. We know, but Carl will kill you if you ain't even do shit. Right. <laughs> I'm giving up. Carl, like, whatever, nigga, bye. Rick would be so proud. Um, yes, he would. And Carl knew that they would not prepare. They hadn't trained us. He was like, oh, all of them out there? Mm-mm. I ain't no saving them. And he said, don't tell me goodbye to Enid. And she said, okay, I won't. To which, to me, I read that as she's still going to peace out, but now she's just not going to say shit. Like she's just like, all right then, because I'm still leaving. I don't think this is safe. Yeah. Um. Now Carol is sneaking around like a gangster. Like if anybody's seen fucking True Detective season one, it was like that Matthew McConaughey uh, action scene in the fucking in the hood. Like she's just sneaking around the back of houses as chaos is going off around her, somehow being unnoticed, and um. I think she has her gun, um, but she's walking around behind the houses and she noticed two things. One, a guy well, that was a wolf was killing somebody and he took the blood and put it over the scar W on his forehead. Mm-hmm. The second thing she noticed was that one of the wolves had a prisoner in chains that he had, uh, that he, that he had in bondage that he was taking with him as a prisoner then she goes around the back of a house and uh oh and another thing i I noticed about the walkers i mean about the wolves they were fucking people up and not just fucking people up also like like killing people statistically chopping people up after they were already clearly dead i'm like these niggas is crazy i'm like why are they just chopping off arms and just they were making building blocks and shit well if you guys remember last season Mm -hmm. when they ran up on places the wolves had been shit one place had a fucking truck full of torsos yes enough every place had limbs dismembered uh like uh they were they weren't busting people in the head sometimes they would let them be turned into a zombie and put w's on their head like these motherfuckers are super duper super insane and sadistic so seeing it happen with the axes and the machetes and shit you're just like oh okay right. they were just coming in there to to raid to wreak havoc and and kill them and do whatever they wanted to do like it didn't even and that was the crazy part it was like they weren't coming in there to try to take over alexandria mm. or you know take what they have they were just in there to kill them and right. take whatever they could take and then they were gonna leave like they just don't care like right they, they was just killing niggas everybody was getting it yeah. everybody and it's right wasn't even no pretense to it they was just killing people that's it dude, it just sounded like they were just grown a roman wherever they were going it to and if they ran across the town that was kind of it for that town All right pack of wolves um so they went extra on the corpse corpses and shit um aaron who was the other woman in the uh in the pantry with carol and miss niedermeyer and olivia she was uh trying to talk to a wolf and Aaron, and 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 carol heard it while hiding behind the house and she was just like no please don't do it and then carol came around and saw that the person uh had cut aaron in the stomach she stabbed that dude in the back and then stabbed him in the head right then the business. aaron was was dying too loud you know how people in alexandria got to die all loud and shit i know she was like shh She's, and uh yeah carol tried to make her be quiet and then she hit, did like wayne brady in that training dates get and uh hit her with the shh and st- stuck a knife in her neck this, this <laughs> that's, part, what old, that's what rick did to, to the old boy last week to yeah. carter shut up, shut up. 
and my favorite part about this is that she saw the knife when carol was getting it ready and she started crying harder like aaron knew what time it was man she was like oh this bitch don't make pies <laughs> i'm dead, I'm dead. Uh, spencer apparently is whack as fuck with the gun in uh in the tower he was supposed to be in the lookout tower i was like what the fuck did he, he try he can't aim right he tried to shoot a wolf he missed then that wolf went and shot holly who we never saw until this episode uh holly gets shot and then um rosalie rosita and um who's the other guy aaron save how save how or girl grab holly who's been shot and take her to the infirmary um me then spencer hears a truck coming and it's a big ass like 18 wheeler truck going full speed towards the gate and he takes a gun and shoots at the cab of the truck and the truck turns suddenly and it actually hits the bottom of the guard tower he's in so it doesn't hit the fence like it was aimed at so i think he did successfully make it shift wherever it was to where going. it wasn't wide open no i, no, I or, think they just shifted because they didn't have no like it wasn't a person in there i think they just you know set it on his way and whichever way it, it was you know it just slid off track yeah that's that's i was gonna say that's also possible too like it could have been it was never gonna get there but he definitely directly shot that windshield up like uh that that was what was so surprising it kind of pissed me off if you had full auto on the rifle the whole time Ah! Why did you try to take the one dude out with one shot and stop? Because these niggas suck. They are the worst. They just not ready for what this world. They not ready. Mm-hmm. They really are the worst. Um, so he gets pinned in the fucking thing now because the truck hits the bottom of his thing. But what we find out is that this is how the horn ends up going off. Right. The truck hits the wall and then the horn suddenly starts. And it's an air horn, so it makes sense that Rick and them would hear it for however far away they were because it's not like a car horn and shit, you know? Like those truck horns can be loud as fuck. Um so um so Spencer, yeah, he gets stuck in there and shit. Um and they go so we when we come back they're in the infirmary again and now denise who just finished chapter one of being a doctor gotta get to saving folks yes she does and it was like save carol she she got she got shot and everybody's like okay oh yeah holly save holly she got shot my bad and uh because you know carol can't get shot um so (laughs) so then uh she everybody's like save holly and i think eugene aaron uh tara um all in there um and tara says what what about the air horn what is that because she was thinking maybe alexandria had set it up for some sort of alarm or something they was like we don't know either (laughs) like and that's the other thing that makes me believe that's not part of the plan for the wolves like they didn't mean for that horn to go off because Mm -hmm. zombies coming and attracting attention or attracting rick's group's attention are two bad things for them right like they don't want that shit to happen either they would much rather take over or kill all these people and have rick and them come back like what happened you know um exactly right like that helps no one to have as many walk just to have all the walkers in a 20 mile radius (laughs) however you know because they were miles and miles away so to have all the walkers in a 20 mile radius be directed to where they are they that was not that part of their plan at all that horn was not part of the plan that's probably why they they hightailed it out of there so fast because Mm. they weren't really 
you know, like okay, uh, Morgan had his thing. His he yeah. had his little his, his little stick. But like he, them people were not scared of Morgan. Right. The only I think they hightailed it because of Carol. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And they, they was doing a head count. They was like, hold on, we done mm. lost some folks. Hold on. Where where is Jim? Where is? Hold on. Have y'all seen Bob? Because this uh, we had a football team. We came in here, mm-hmm. and now we down to a basketball team. Right. Um, not the same. Oh, and somebody Bob in chat room, which I didn't I didn't think about, said that that truck looked like the same truck that those zombies were in oh really right i which 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 would make sense like so i really do think that the truck may have been aimed to crash and then open it up and let the zombies out oh that would be interesting that would be cool if we found out next week they open up the back of that truck as much as zombies in there right but it never made it to its destination to crash to to break that door down well i I don't nobody ever got there to open it up for him right yeah but see i didn't yeah i don't know we'll have to see i had to actually go back and look because i can't remember if those i do remember i do remember the zombie trailers i remember those what i don't remember food trucks right from that yeah it was a food place right i don't remember the kind of truck it was and i don't remember if they had cabs on them or not like i don't remember if they were like the fedex looking trucks or they were like the 18 wheeler trucks and i don't remember what the front cab of those trucks look like you know I what i mean think, i don't remember if we have like I, th- I don't cab. yeah i didn't know like it could just be a trailer because they was all pulled in the back yeah but maybe it is a trailer full of zombies and maybe they're gonna pop out of there or something but you know who knows these motherfuckers have obviously thought this out right to some extent um but that's a very interesting point um so all right they're basically deciding who's gonna help aaron's like i gotta go help and he tells his, his boyfriend lover that he's going to help um eugene said i also believe my services will be rendered best right, right very here and <laughs> they said what and he said i also believe my services and it was like no shut up we heard what you said we just can't believe you're a coward and he was like look man this is what i do and you know what i realized about eugene he talks like civil war soldiers right I love it. <laughs> if you ever hear those fucking like letters yep. of, my dearest eugenia i will be home upon the morn but first i must join my brothers in battle like that shit he talks like that he speaks poetically all the time all the time it's amazing Uh. it's amazing that's how he fooled everybody thinking he's a fucking scientist um spencer uh basically got 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 pinned in uh the uh the fucking tower he was trying to work his way out and so he does then he works his way into the cab to see what the fuck that noise is and it's a walker in there that's gotten pinned against the air horn switch and you know and it's a decaying walker so which makes me believe it was never alive some people thought maybe it was alive maybe it was a regular person and he shot that person mm. and that person turned to a walker but no. no one turns that fast and this episode was filmed in real time in the 45 minutes it took to bake that motherfucking uh casserole yes, so sir. i don't think there was time for all that Mm-mm. anyway his punk ass so scared is pinned walker and he got a goddamn gun right he got a gun and a knife and this motherfucker was really like okay he like he like when you try to do double dutch with two girls from the hood like he didn't even know when to jump in he's just like oh oh not yet hold uh miss mary mac 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 and that fucking (laughs) morgan came and killed it from the back with his uh with his uh bow staff they get on my nerves so bad everybody in alexandria irks my soul they hand my biscuits yes real talk all of them Uh, (laughs) they're fucking useless they are useless every 
single one of them is useless and you would think spencer would be a useful one why why would you think spencer you know what i'm saying like he just had this look about him like oh okay you probably had to do some shit no no they're all useless they all been in that same spot useless together all of them you know who probably is good from from alexandria heath they probably make the nigga do all the work it's probably him dog we never got to see him until last week he the one with the dr dre with the glass with the the hair right he, right. he, he probably, probably only one worth a damn because he had to do shit right, right. all the the three colors that they brought in last week right they are all right yeah they probably they, had they to do was some. out for that whole long time by themselves grinding alive they cool right everybody that was in there when our group got there useless Everyone. useless oh my god so yeah uh so basically morgan's like we need to get inside and help everybody and then spencer freezes morgan says you coming and spencer's face says hell no and then morgan says hide which just like more like morgan actually looked like he did have an understanding of the fact that this man couldn't bring himself to do it right he understood that he was like well hide because you ain't gonna get me killed fucking around because you scared yeah his whole thing is i've been crazy before too but i ah! i still i still just felt like like Spence is a piece of shit for not going in there right so morgan goes in with his bow staff and there's a big ass like hercules nigga with an axe and he said quick or slow and morgan is just like leave please and then he said gonna be slow and right before he went to swing that axe on morgan this nigga carol came in and shinobied his ass yes she did she had a ninja outfit on she wasn't playing no game she changed clothes like superman in the booth and if you like for people that play um video games soul caliber she stabbed him just like taki stabs people when she when you hit that four four eight like she really uh, she stabbed the shit out of him and killed him like a ninja man i rewound that shit like seven times it was amazing sarah carol is everything to me everything oh my god she the only thing missing was that fucking that wind flute that japanese people like they have that was the only yes that was the only thing missing was that motherfucking japanese wind flute playing just to let you know like oh i just killed a motherfucker oh my god that whoo i oh carol magnifique so um morgan's dumb ass gets mad he's like i could have stopped him and she was like the, she said the other's back no it's happening out there and she was like they're doing it now we had to so basically they're doing the plan because that track the trailer fell so the other people won't be coming back anytime soon really because mm. they got to do their shit and get through that herd of zombies to get back morgan was sent back before everybody else and since this is happening in real time you know it may have been only minutes before but it was also before a wave of fucking zombies got between him and alexandria correct because he went back to tell them that they were doing the plan um and that we had to kill a boy yes and that they had to kill carter so um you know they you know they basically relayed a lot of information in a really quick fashion here um and then she says (laughs) as she as as he's like i could have stopped him she's like take looking in this dude's pocket seeing every weapons and shit and he said uh, she goes these people don't have guns and he said i could have stopped them are you hearing me and she said they had guns they'd be using them right. and he said we don't have to kill people and she was like of course we do and he said carol you don't like it 
and carol had a look on her face like and nigga yeah i don't but i want to live too yeah and i love the way carol said of course we do because it wasn't with like an exclamation point it was like of course we do like don't be stupid yeah, she stupid. she talked to him with the same tone as she talked to Rick when she was like, "Oh, Rick, you can't have this and not lie." <laughs> right? Like, like, what do you mean we don't? Well, nigga, yes, we do. Yes, whatever. Like, like we yes, we do. These things gotta die. What are you talking about? Like, she says it so <laughs> calm. The same way she's like, "Yeah, you know, we gotta kill this kid." You know, yeah. <laughs> like everything. Ah! It was so good, so good. Deanna runs into Spencer outside the fence and or outside the the wall, and um, Deanna just looked happy to see a man she loves still alive i know she thought he was dead um and then uh maggie's like all right we gotta go inside and deanna's like yeah um about that um i can't go in there i don't have a gun and i don't know how to fight i'll be useless to you i'm just a liability let me stay out here and maggie kind of looked at her and then she looked at spencer said keep her safe he said i will and i was like both of y'all cowards and then he put her up in the cab and maggie ran inside and spencer stayed outside with his mama and a gun and and to me this was this spoke volumes to me mm-hmm. because that shows the difference between her and rick mm-hmm. because who deanna and rick right mm-hmm. okay. the, the, the the difference between their groups and not only between a group the difference between them going for battle on behalf of their people mm-hmm. because there's no way in hell rick would have stayed outside knowing that people inside were dying even if that meant him risking his life but because this area has always been safe and she's been more of a politician mm-hmm. quote unquote like a governor but not 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 the governor you know that they battle but more like govern and not actually being where they I'm going I'm not gonna say they didn't care, but mm-hmm. the caring for this group is completely different. Rick and them are like no man left behind. They're like, fuck it, you die, you die. Because right. they're still surviving in <laughs> what they think is the real world versus Rick and them. They was like, us is all we got. <laughs> right. And so but to to them it's different and that lets me show that she didn't have the backbone. So my personal opinion, it it wouldn't shock me if eventually Maggie became the leader because she doesn't have the backbone to stand up for her group. Because Maggie was like, all right, I'm going in here because people are dying and I'm not going to stand out here with y'all looking yeah, crazy. Yeah, and knowing Deanna, I wouldn't be surprised if she stepped down. Right. Because right. she seemed like the type to be like, oh, okay, I'm not cut out for this anymore. Because her whole thing is about watching people and evaluating them. And remember, she mm-hmm. picked... She's good she, at it. She, yeah. She's good at it. I think she is... I think the the perfect like um balance between like Rick M- Maggie is the perfect balance between the um Deanna the politician and like Rick the killer yeah. like the the Rick the protector and the killer yeah. because you know she has both sides she can turn it on like she'll get a gun and and bust it if she mm-hmm. has to you know she she can keep herself safe and and it's tough in that way but she also has that politician way and that 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 um that soft hand when you need it Rick don't have that Rick right. don't have the soft hand and Deanna don't have the hard hand. So right. if there's anyone that's really suited, for, probably suited for building and maintaining, like maintaining what you have and building it into more, that would be Maggie. She's she's the the only one that actually has all the 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 qualities necessary to run that type of group. Like 
that type of place. Yeah, my favorite. You have to protect it, and you mm-hmm. have to build it. But Deanna's not prepared to protect it like like she should be. Yeah, my favorite thing about this scene too is Deanna picked Maggie as her second in command. So mm-hmm. like her being her successor wouldn't be far fetched at all. And Maggie just has this look like, okay, you you're you're clearly your fight is done right now. So she goes in to help um that that's true and before i move on that the thing about it too it also goes to show you that she realized that her in the town was unprepared and even more than ever even though she said it she realized that she should have listened to rick a long time ago and they would have been more prepared um so um rick oh so denise is you know learning you know still looking at her doctors for dummy book trying to figure out ah! how, how to fix holly and she needed a minute and you know what i'm okay with that me too because everybody was really going out like just try save her she was like yo her femoral artery cut i don't know how to fix that shit i was like well can't you do something she's like yeah if i was a surgeon which i'm not and (laughs) (laughs) which is a valid point and they was like try something anyway and eugene goes uh you don't want to be a coward i know because he speaks fluent coward and yes he does that was enough to spur her into trying to save holly's life although you know it was gonna be a long shot uh carl saves ron's life ron's just skipping through the woods and uh fucking once again uh some something tries to kill him right and now and this and the dude that was trying to kill him ran the fucking fat like he needs trial for the, the giants he was getting it that nigga was running a 4.240 because he got him after ron holding a knife and uh carl shot him in the leg and the dude drops the knife and um ron stops and turns around carl basically saved his life just like his dad did like father like son um and so he goes over to be like hey man come on in with us and the guy is still alive he's like please i was they made me do it it's done and and so you know because carl's been in this situation before where a guy he had to drop on a guy and he shot him and everybody went no that dude was unarmed you didn't have to do that and they even took his gun away mm-hmm. and here he is in the same situation and i feel like he kind of gave his guy a second chance because of that previous situation right and uh the dude almost took his gun from him and shit and then carl eventually shot him and killed him and then he offered ron sanctuary inside of their house to which ron looked up saw enid and then said nah and ran off right because he was like y'all got something and they didn't really he, they look like the relationship ain't even like that <laughs> yeah what's weird to me though is on the one hand yes he did like a bitch ass nigga for pulling the like whatever i mean he's in an emotional place and shit i get it i'm emotional right right he was like he definitely was sitting up there like So he definitely had that vibe. <laughs> yes, he did. But on the other hand, he was going to save his mama. So like I could get valid. being yeah. like How he gonna save his mama and he can't even save himself. He don't got no gun. He don't got no skills. Who he saving? That's he true. wasn't saving his mom. He was gonna go run up under his mama. Okay. However you wanna look at it, out. I just feel like true like he needed to know his mama was okay one way or the other, right? 
Right. Okay. Like I, I, I get it. I get the impetus. Going home okay. to go home. Yeah. I, Even if it didn't make no sense, he is a teenager. Because he would have definitely felt like shit if his mom and little brother got killed while he was up in there with Carl. Like he, de- no way to live that down. <laughs> Wait. So somebody, in, somebody in the chat room just said. She said, "All Ron got is a weapon. Is his teen angst?" Right. <laughs> He's gonna come gonna in there. Nobody with that. He's gonna come in there rocking some Nirvana and shit. And kiss somebody with his attitude. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, he uh, he he basically's like, "Fuck that! I'm going. You know, I'm out." And uh, and then and to which Enid immediately responds, "Carl, come back inside." <laughs> like, fuck him. <laughs> right. Fuck that nigga. Let him go. <laughs> we ain't got time for that. <laughs> that was that was awesome, man um they cut back to uh jesse and sam who are still in the trapped in the closet and i just had to give a round of applause to sam that little kid who plays sam mm-hmm. he got a good ass scared face what I, scared to death? i was watching him in the back i had to rewind it and watch him in the back good. behind jesse yo he looks so fucking scared like someone signed him up in a scary movie he need to be in that um so uh jesse's in there like you know we're not coming out the closet basically and then she hears her son downstairs to my mom ron, ron yeah like mom i'm home <laughs> right you know, like big do, as announcement do we have any sunny d and uh <laughs> she 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 has to leave the closet tell sam to stay there and she basically has to go downstairs because she realized one somebody already broke in the house two she has to go make sure her son didn't get ambushed by this person right because she heard them she heard the footsteps head downstairs so she goes downstairs and she has a gun with her she walks by the kitchen she's getting ready to open the door and i think she no actually she's not gonna open the door she told ron not to come in right and uh right when she says that a uh, wolf lady jumps out of nowhere uh jesse gets off two shots neither one hits her they struggle she knocks the gun out of jesse's hand and then she like kind of pushes jesse and jesse falls to the ground like she's been knocked out but she's really just playing uh possum because as soon as the woman turns her back to go pick up the gun jesse gets up grabs her scissors that she used to cut hair and stabs this woman to death yes she i was like go jesse yes it was like the repressed the repressed (laughs) anger of thousands of ass whoopings came out at once Ooh, on this lady she had no idea who she was fucking with right. and jesse stabbed her up as ron walked in the house and watched and then ron was looking like damn mom you crazy now and then she stabbed her one more time in the head with them scissors and all i could think was thank god she don't do black hair she would have fucked that that girl up with a hot comb <laughs> if she would have had a hot comb woo, it would have been a wrap yes honey all them ass whoopers she took honey she got all them ass whoopers and them stabbings if she would have put some hawaiian silky on that girl's neck (laughs) (laughs) she would have never breathed again oh lord that's right they are lucky she don't do white people hair um don't do super cuts she would have had some of that blue juice not the blue juice alcohol yeah (laughs) who would have known what is it called uh barbicide yeah (laughs) it would have got it would have got diabolical up in there (laughs) it got ugly Uh oh so (laughs) (laughs) so carol is now in disguise um with a w on her head the ninja get up where it's covering her face and she has morgan in chains and people are walking by her that are other wolves and this this was funny to me because they were just like good catch aphid and I, all i could think was like yo the wolves are normal outside of killing people like good morning jim hey bob <laughs> 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 
right whistle while you work <laughs> so um stab him while you work so then um in the background you see gabe get scooped by this big ass dude slammed on the ground and getting ready to get killed and carol and morgan see it at the same time and carol goes come on leave him keep moving and i said carol is speaking my soul right leave him to get murked i don't give a fuck about no gay right and morgan's like no i can't and then like takes his his stick and goes and gets all uh you know ninja turtle on this dude's ass <laughs> and knocks him out another black dude black on black crime what about black on black crime in alexandria nobody want to talk about no. that what was al sharpton yeah hmm? wrapping his hands up and shit what was black lives matter hmm? i didn't see deray tweeting about this episode oh lord so um so then uh they knock you know he knocks the guy out and saves gay's life and um and you know i you know i it's he funny went down again oh i went down okay mm-hmm. let me go back in uh and now i'll tell everybody what's funny about this but uh yeah i don't, I don't know it don't like you today normally it's me getting kicked out i know man you taking up all the bandwidth in the house and shit all the bandwidth <laughs> all the hog moths all right i'm back all the pig feet so what i was gonna say is funny about this scene is if they would have killed gay like i wanted and like i'm assuming karen wants and like I'm assuming Adrian wants. Mm-hmm. And 99% of the people want, watching this show want. He's useless. How many of you niggas would have been talking about another black man Mm-mm. killed on the show? Mm-mm. Some of y'all would have been. Because like, I know y'all. The nigga dead. The think pieces were writing themselves. I can feel it. I'm so, like, I wanted him to die. And I know that they was probably like, keep him alive because these Negroes are mad. Right. The one nigga we want to die. Right keep surviving keep surviving he the worst and we want him to die uh, every episode i'm like is this the one where he gonna die is so this then the so ah. now that now that morgan's left they still do think that she's aphid like the the other wolves but carol's like fuck it pulls her gun out right catches three bodies immediately she caught two bodies that were speaking to her like hey aphid how's every oh oh shit you got a gun and so she shot them up then another woman on the steps uh came chased her so she runs to the armory gets a gun turns around kills a woman walking through the door another one of the wolves finally wised up and said hey um i feel like she got a lot of wins and we got a lot of losses i'm gonna I'm cut my losses get the hell out of here he took two to the back yes he did and uh while she's in the armory by herself she hears this thump 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 sound coming from the uh closet she opens up the closet and it's motherfucking olivia in there with no gun can i talk about that talk about it listen how you the how you the one in the house with the guns and with, you in the closet with the gun gunless what's wrong with you what the fuck i i have never been so this I'm is a, worse than everybody that else like rambo she should have had the drone around her neck yes with the dun, 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 dun. she should have been out the window i'd have had grenades and people huh listen that's when i right then and there is when i was i really wiped my hands of all alexander people For i said real. they could all die because you know what because uh, you the bitch with yes. the guns yes and you in a closet and it went worse than that because that's them open because if they would have got in that house they was right out front of the house right if they would have got in that house and got them guns they would have had all the guns she wasn't even watching the guns no more if you're gonna watch the guns you need to be the one 
that will put the guns on your back and shoot everybody you need to come out shooting and carol was just like it's me calm down not gonna shoot you and she was like oh my god and so carol gets a bag to get the gun so she can hand out to the other members of the the squad in the town um and then she's like do you know how to shoot a gun olivia said no and i said whose bright ass idea right was it to give the person that don't know how to shoot a gun the job of watching all the guns right and we should have known something was wrong because i think uh she didn't uh know the make or the models the right. shits of the guns carol did carol didn't let them know that she knew what right. those guns were but she didn't know what she was giving them people i was like you don't know shit about guns she's just like checking out like library books right right you'll be back next week so like, then in there checking out the noodles and the the, the, the <laughs> yeah the rotini and shit that's that's her job she don't she, need to be the gun checker she was pressed about them tuscany noodles though but she ain't no shit about no guns which is much more important than this shit so um carol uh you know carol's like you watch the door here's a gun you pull the trigger until no the motherfucker ain't moving no more unless it's me all right and she's like okay she closed it and left it in there which is what she should have done when carol hit that she should have been standing there with that gun pointed in her face right so then um uh we cut to morgan and gabe and they have now tied this this nigga up that they caught with with the same and the guy wakes up and he goes to hit him with uh the boat he puts the bow staff in his face like i'll knock your ass out again and the dude goes like why 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 you tripping bro we we freeing you and i said hold up man three black men talking about freedom <laughs> what ah! the hell? like I, I know you're trying to be woken but you ain't harriet tubman you ain't freeing nobody you killing people right and uh he's like yeah we're freeing you you're trapped don't you know and uh carol was like nice story shot that motherfucker in the head my favorite moment of the show she was like uh uh-uh. because i hate that morgan and gay were even listening to this fool right he sounded like the one percenters i'm mad you didn't kill him in the first place and i was so happy she shot him in the head i know morgan was mad as fuck he spent mm-hmm. five minutes working on that knot to get that fucking shit tied up right but fuck him man because you were gonna let that dude go at the end of the day ain't nobody got time mm-hmm. for that you're fucking passive shenanigans fucking everything up man god i hate being mad at my brothers man but y'all whack so morgan and gabe um she uh carol goes to offer them guns they both are like i don't like guns i was like see this ah! fucking liabilities man um uh carol's like i already caught like eight bodies this episode just take the fucking guns and more gabe's like i'm no good with guns and morgan's like me neither um finally morgan walks in the street with his bow staff gets surrounded by like six wolves by himself just the bow staff now this was a badass scene in my opinion mm-hmm. i know he's a pacifist but this scene was so fucking yeah, good they whooped they monkey asses they would every time they stepped up he just went complete morganatello on them knocked something out ah. their hand and he was giving them like he was giving life lessons like furious styles between ass whoopings yes. he's he like you don't gotta go down this path you don't have to be this and they were just like listen man we gonna take everything with the wolves he's like swap swap <laughs> i was like god damn just leave he whooping y'all ass <laughs> and um one of the dudes i wonder if he was the remember those two wolves he's met in the woods at the fire camp over the pudding or whatever it was mm-hmm. i wonder if one of those dudes was the guy who picked up a gun because he let the guys go he said leave my people have guns and yours don't 
the guy runs off he picks up a gun on his way out and looks at him and then runs out and but when he first walked up on morgan he said you live here right yeah i think that was one of the dudes yeah okay all right that's i, I might be I don't wrong know but, I, sure. but i think that was one of the dudes because yeah. um, he didn't kill either one of them right so um now buddy has a gun right a uh, loaded gun possibly uh tenchu carol was uh smoking a cigarette on her porch <laughs> after catching all them bodies she had a w on her head from the blood she picked up them cigarettes that uh miss needlemeyer dropped she started smoke getting ready to smoke one she looked on her porch and there was an a from the stamp that sam had mm-hmm. for her porch and he gives the a to the people he feels like belongs in alexandria that's his stamp of approval literally and juxtaposed with the w on her head and the blood and the a on her right on her like porch. that w for wild like she yeah. she's wild like they, they from wild yes. and they not alexandrians they mm-hmm. are from the outside right they just staying here for her, her w mean woke and <laughs> she she looked at that a and and was just like and she kind of started she started crying man because right. it kind of you know like morgan said you don't like killing but that's what she has to do and i feel like it does take a toll on her to have to do those type of dangerous ass things man but she had a moment where she just had to you know smoke a cigarette get some tears out by herself um so aaron that's what good ninjas do right aaron found his uh how to kill everybody in alexandra backpack instructions uh, right then he left apparently the two ago out in the out in the if people remember he was running with with, with um daryl and messed around and dropped it right and i think he ended and up they, i think they even showed the wolves picking it up right so they, they yeah, basically they showed them picking it up and going through it at yeah. the end so we knew they were coming they basically followed the motherfucking uh the, the road map and it had pictures of all the residents the right. security everything right it should have been like you are here right how to <laughs> how to kill alexandrians for dummies and so he shows they show uh oh uh, he finds this and he's shook like you can see it in his face that he's just like all these deaths are on me right uh holly dead holly died holly it's not holly day okay um she died on the table denise took it crying to personal she told everybody to get the fuck out because i think she wanted to cry and tara was like well what about and she said get out and she said look bitch all i was gonna say was make sure you get her brain right you're gonna be dead and then she left her in there by herself <laughs> uh to get her cry on and she, they tried to tell her she did a good job just trying uh spencer who didn't do shit this episode Mm-mm. said uh how do you just live knowing that this is the world to rosita uh rosita and rosita was basically like this group abraham this place make sure you got something worth dying for and then she put a silent bitch ass at the end which i could just feel ah! like she, like was, she her, her her whole aura screamed it she didn't have to say it <laughs> yeah it was just she walked away like mic drop right? her chi just said with your bitch ass and i was like yeah you you really put that on yourself so. right because you stand out here with your mama right about in here trying to keep the place safe maggie said to deanna we're still here deanna said not all of us and i said deanna just resigned let it go baby it's good you had a good run right and, you, had a, um, you had a good four years in office baby enid left a note for carl that said just survive somehow so now we know what jss stands for it's not jesus <laughs> oh with a few missing letters i thought it was gonna be just stay safe 
but just survived somehow same thing um and the note didn't even phase carl like he didn't even look like he was sad he was just like oh casserole's done and took the casserole out the oven <laughs> right because that was the funniest funniest part he read that note was like ding I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you go from. Cause life goes on. Right. You don't have time to sit around and soak about was about that type of stuff. You don't, you just don't have time for that. Zombie Especially killing. not with people that got hacked outside, right outside your door. Like right. you got other pressing concerns that right. you got to deal with. Like this casserole not burning. Right. Right. And it took the whole 45 minutes to bake. Right. Um, and Morgan walks up in somebody's house. I don't know whose house it was. Um, maybe it was his i don't know but he goes up in his house and uh, um one of the wolves is in there he fights him you know goes you know uses bow staff drops it mm-hmm. realize then him and the wolf realize it's, it's the same wolf that he left alive one of the two that he left alive in this at that pivotal scene where they reintroduced him last season mm-hmm. and he realized the wolf realizes you can't you don't kill people right he says you can't can you you should have and then they fight some more morgan gets to a stick before the dude can get to him morgan is so nice with the stick by the way mm-hmm. but um he hits the dude and he said i'm sorry and then hits him really hard but i don't do you guys think he killed him because they cut away before you know if he killed him or not no no you know what, adrian no. karen what I about you i kind of think he did uh, because the way he apologized was like you almost forced me to have to kill you and when he left out he came out kind of like by himself you know it didn't show him kind of tying him up you know or anything like that like before it showed him that's true you know true. maybe this is just my way i'm processing this so i really think he he killed him because I hope he, he did because he was in a situation where if he was like if I don't kill you, you will either kill me or somebody else here. Like, like my method is just not going to work. Right. Well, I, I I have no idea if he killed him or not. Like, I'm so sick of guessing now because they right. got me with that Tyree shit. Well, I was like, I guess he killed him. I guess he didn't. I guess he killed. I guess <laughs> he didn't. He went on the Talking Dead and said he killed him. Then the motherfucker was alive. I'm, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm done guessing, and I know this show has no problem showing gore. So the fact that they didn't show it, I feel like it's going to mean something at some point. So we'll see. Um, but he did, he was walking real calm for a dude that if he didn't kill him, he was walking real calm through the center of the city like he did. I mean, he might have had him in some zip ties or something. Right. I don't know. I, 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 I hope that he killed him. I hope Me so too. too. I wouldn't be shocked. Oregon, right. He, he might not have. And he might have just hit him, like, you know, really, really knocked him, like, really knocked him hard, so he'd be knocked out. But he might, you look, he might be waiting until Rick come back. Rick yeah. might have some questions. Right, you know, and oh, maybe, yeah, Rick, you know, Rick ain't gonna be as nice. Although, I can't imagine him being okay with Rick torturing a person, because you know how he is. Rick, I can't imagine Rick giving a damn. So. Oh, he won't, but you know mm-hmm. how he, Rick, I didn't do this for this. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this, right, Rick. right rick this world is a place of violence like man shut up um all right man so uh they cut away basically they ended with uh 
bodies laying in the street because everybody dead everybody everybody dead except for the the main cast and crew basically right and mm-hmm. and it's going to be interesting uh to see because when they did that pan shot like bodies were still in the street bodies were still chopped up it's going to be interesting because now you have that horde of zombies coming but i'm right. like well who the fuck they gonna kill everybody already dead well the zombies haven't even gotten there yet like right. this is crazy Woo. uh what are y'all looking forward to next week that. yeah yeah Karen, <laughs> you? yeah just to, to, to see rick and the crew because you know yeah. rick and the crew was like uh five meters ahead of the zombies <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's not they weren't like morgan where they had like he had like you know he was gone way before well i don't know here's the thing i was thinking about the logistics of this episode and the spacing they don't have to be very far away that's true remember they were just creating a wall between alexandria and this uh and the and the road right so they really were just gonna they were just gonna turn the zombies the other way and have them walk like follow uh follow sasha and daryl and them out of town so they don't actually have to be very far from alexandria for any of this shit to be happening people were like they're miles away i'm like you don't actually don't know that like the but they plot- showed it on a map it's 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 not it's not that close well when they showed the uh last episode where they had to sign it was like alexandria your home is this way like they can't be that far away you know what i'm saying from from alexander mm-hmm. now where they may want to end up and where the plan was taken was 20 miles right that was right. 20 miles away right. but where they actually start to split i mean they told them to drive 20 miles from that spot you know what i'm saying so like we don't really know how far they are away and, and the zombies move slow too yeah well the problem like here's the thing but they're not going in that straight line on roads they going the, the, i mean they're not going you know around right. on roads they going straight, straight from wherever they were to the sound so right they through the woods through the trees okay. through everything and the know. other thing is because people were like well why aren't rick and them right behind them it could just be that you got a wall of fucking zombies. Remember that how big that group was? That group was humongous. It was thousands of zombies. People just act like right. they like. I think I f- that they're like right ahead of the zombies. Yeah, I think right. next. I or, think you know, next. How, how they were spread out? They were herding them. Yeah, like so they had some people in the front. They had some people in the back. They had some people on the sides in the woods that the that that the, that they turned that the um that the zombies turned into. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the zombies were like oh, and and start walking off the road into the woods that's where rick and them were like you know some of the people that were corralling the the zombies Mm -hmm. so i feel like there are some people that are stuck on like the back end of the zombies and some of them that are stuck in the front end or on the sides like of the the big wall of zombies yeah that's three groups there's three groups there's one kind of link up and find out you know and and get back to alexandria so that's going to be logistically like interesting to see you know how they get around the zombies but we all know michonne like Michonne snatch snatch her arm off and rub herself down in zombie juice. <laughs> yeah, there's right. there's three groups. There's the people uh Glenn went with. Right. Then there's uh Rick's group that were at the bend, and then there's that front group with the cars and the motorcycles. Sasha and so, uh, so and old boy. And yeah. all this is they strong people. Right. And if you look at it logistically, the zombies had the head start when they heard the horn. They were on the like Rick's group was on the other side of the road behind them, so they got to get through them zombies to get home. That's also assuming that there's no other wolves and that it's not a coordinated attack. Like people are just yeah. being like, why are they taking so long? It's like, Ooh. we're probably going to find right. out next week that these motherfuckers ain't just got to fight zombies. It's probably like, I mean, 
the timing of this shit is really fucking convenient if it's not coordinated is what i'm saying so right. it wouldn't be it would not surprise me if there's some wolves that are because those are the other thing too the wolves in this episode seem real stupid not like the kind of wolves that set up that trap so maybe these wolves are just like the first wave of yeah. uh, of uh of the, the the puppets right, right. they're like the infantry you know they don't they didn't even have guns and shit so who knows what the strategy is and what rick and those guys are going to be up against next week i can't wait to see it but i just know that you know i doubt it'll be as simple as they just took their sweet time getting back like uh or mm-hmm. or shit got so fucked up they couldn't just walk back Correct. Right, I think I think that's exactly what happened. Like you know, when when them when them zombies start kind of come, like turn and shift, I think everything right there goes to shit. And yeah, they just gonna be trying to figure out how to get back home and avoid the zombies that are like basically closing in on them, like that are kind of just closing in on them and closing in on Alexandria. Like I feel like they're racing against time and the zombies, like just trying to get back there and see what was going on before the zombies get there because they got to get there to talk to them and see what what happened before the zombies get there like they're gonna mm-hmm. want to try to beat them there right and if you know if if all else fails they got to beat them there yeah so in order to protect themselves and, the, and their family they're gonna have to yep yeah what are you gonna say that and they probably they still don't know what the fuck that horn was right so they they don't know shit they're just like yeah. what's going on and that probably fucked up even if there's another group of wolves that they, that's not in the plan either so that probably fucked they shit up too right. so who knows man I'm, I'm looking forward to next week uh we do have some emails uh from uh fans who you know want to get their uh two cents in um on the uh on the show so let me uh bring in the old email machine here where are we at uh day walking is what these go into and uh oh shit we got um let's see what time okay we got we got a lot let's let's go through these um matter of fact we might have to i don't know how we're gonna do this this is gonna be a long show we might just do this yeah, yeah. all right i'll tell you what let's make this uh bevel this these emails are brought to you by bevel mm-hmm. uh that's right uh this episode is brought to you by bevel and these emails are as well the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps you can get clear smoother skin everybody loves loves clear smooth skin i mean are you in love with that walker skin nobody likes that guys Mm -hmm. uh bevel is the first and only shaving system designed for men with coarse curly hair so you can be you know getting smooth like morgan and gabe okay uh getting it you know getting that making sure you don't get an infection and die of razor bumps ah. in the zombie apocalypse um it's created by tristan walker a young entrepreneur who wanted to cater to the unique shaving needs of black men and uh you know i think everybody should use it i use it i use it today as a matter of fact got myself real smooth feeling good coming uh coming out of the house and uh you know feeling like a million bucks man and i think you guys will enjoy it as well as the best shave i've ever had i don't have to worry about uh you know a bunch of bumps on my neck it comes with priming oil shaving cream cool restoring bombs shaving brush blades uh if everything about it feels good and your skin feels refreshed instead of dried out and hot and cracky um check out getbevel.com use code tbgwt you get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right, here's our emails. Day walking between episodes one and two. 
this for my girl think pretty smart hey karen rod when morgan asked michonne about the peanut butter bar he was testing her honesty now he knows she is a liar also she learned that even though she had he was bat shit crazy back then he was lucid enough to know his inventory included another bar uh before michonne carl and rick got there so how crazy was he really i don't know crazy mm-hmm. people can count much further <laughs> further when morgan was on the porch and rick invited him to move into their house i don't think michonne really trusted that decision okay i read it as her being kind of like this is a good decision for everybody like it's good for morgan it's good that rick is starting to be you know be a little more trusting and uh you know and and, you know i think maybe she might be in the black man also the preacher has to die everyone dies when they attempt to redeem themselves the minute he asked carl to teach him to fight it sealed his fate well he uh well he asked carl again i mean maybe you know maybe i don't know i don't know you're gonna be a coward for so long uh and you know some people learn to fight and it helps them out so i don't know i hope he dies you know i don't i hope you're right i put it that way I just I get so used to them leaving people I hate alive for too long. True. <laughs> Am I the only one who wants to know how it feels from the perspective of the human a human turning into a zombie? The people are assuming that it's the worst predicament. Is that because they turn other humans or because the living assumes zombies are miserable due to an insatiable hung, hunger and inability to talk? But they did. And they stink. I was was going to become a zombie unless they well unless they get bit then they get the fever and then they die and then they become a zombie so they're not feeling anything when they become one they're just animated with this virus or whatever it is I was hoping they show us what it feels like to transition when Tyrese died but they stopped short well you know maybe it's um maybe it's like some people say about a coma what if it's the best time ever don't unplug me you know finally how do y'all think hey but i mean by whose standards in my brain i might be might be surfing the clouds who knows finally how do y'all think alexandra will react when they find out carol's been pretending to be a stone cold killer machine chairs think pretty smart ain't nobody left no right some of them know olivia knows because she was the one hiding in the closet when carol killed them people okay and she saw badass carol Mm -hmm. uh for a second uh spencer gotta know uh plus plus i don't know that she's putting it back on i don't think she's going back to martha stewart she oh, no, sat no, on the, she not. sat on her porch in ninja gear smoking a cigarette it's a wrap oh yeah like she's on some like this is me now by the way i love that sam loves her anyway yeah because of all the people in alexandra only sam knows the real carol yeah he was like she got my back he like she cool i mean you know she she and but he go to her for protection you know he, right. he feels a certain like kinship to her he's like she on like she she's sam's friend that he goes she honest you know yeah what <laughs> yeah he and she like goes outside pours water on him and tell him to get and he just come back and sit on the front porch right. anyway he's like she, nothing else she gonna give him the real when he she, know that she, she always keep it real uh theory of the walking dead horn this is from shay okay hear me out if you watched the talking dead before uh, dead following the walking dead then you know they showed a sneak peek got next week and uh, it's that teen chick in it ta- killing a walker by a car then it shows her in it upset or sad who knows with these emo teen girls anyway <laughs> Not emo. what if the next episode shows a short clip of everybody doing their part on keeping the zombies moving 
then it switches back to alexandria where that where that little girl is off on another one of her adventures and gets surrounded by walkers while in that car and laid on the horn for help as a teen in trouble i promise she ain't thinking about how her actions might affect anything it's just a guess i'm probably way off but i'm learning that way i'm leaning that way because i feel like they want us to think it's sinister like the wolves or ron trying to fuck up rick's plan what if it's just as simple as enid needing help shay you were wrong all right yeah judy writes in uh walking dead episode three just jss hey rod and karen carol is the ultimate badass she keeps those superpowers undercover until she needs to use them she's able to change clothes kill the wolves save the time and give less than a fuck about gabriel all in the time it takes to bake a casserole love this episode <laughs> yeah, she everything. and i want her casserole recipe Adrian, <laughs> you know what i mean it's probably off the hook got paprika in it right <laughs> probably got some fat pack in there and shit um walking dead season six episode two recap adrian writes in uh hello rod karen and guest hosts first i apologize that i can't read your live tweets they air the walking dead three hours later on the west coast where i live hey man listen you don't have to apologize Mm. for for that at all you can't help where you live second i apologize for discussing flight 462 in last week's email i hope it wasn't spoilers uh no nah, it's fine i mean i prefer not to discuss it on the show but it might be spoilers for somebody but uh yeah i'm just gonna wait till it's all over and try to watch it all together i can't take that one minute teaser shit every week right. it's driving me, me crazy uh now on to the walking dead episode from this week i like enid's story i enjoy that they take a moment to do some character development in the pre-credits we were led to believe we saw all of what happened to enid from her parents being eaten until her arrival in alexandra but did we it sounded like when she sat with Carl, she said, that's how we, and it made it seem like she was with the wolves, but she obviously doesn't have a W and they seem to make it clear that they went there because of Aaron's photos. Yeah, I think, well, we covered what that was. Mm-hmm. I think it's, that's how we climbed the walls. 30 minutes into this episode for the horn to sound was a happy medium of picking up the episode from the horn at the last one and having two episodes concurrent with the horn at the end of both. And the entire raid and defense happened in 45 minutes. Good thing Carl was there to take the casserole out of the oven for Carol. Is it a burnt? And he was taking care of Judith. He a beast. Right. I have a lot of thoughts about the episode, but I'm keeping the email shorter this week. I love the episode. Lots of cool moments, interesting storylines, and character growth for some of the characters. Thanks for reading and have a lovely week. You too, sweetie. Ninja Monkey Aquarium strikes in. <laughs> what? <laughs> that name hey miss karen and rod let's jump right into it the people town the people of townsville didn't have the powerpuff girls rick's crew <laughs> to protect them and shit went bad for them yeah it did fuck the mayor for saying i'm gonna wait outside carl is still a good kid crazy carl would have shot that guy from the porch then made some tea to go with whatever he had in the oven carol <laughs> carol is a motherfucking ninja she is storm shadow and morgan is snake eyes i like how she was like lead a preacher to die i got more important shit to do we finally have confirmation that that teen girl is a wolf in sheep's clothing we don't have any confirmation of that come on ninja monkey aquarium stop riding up here without paying attention i like how after the attack everyone who was alive is like damn that was a hard day's work and is headed home not realizing the walkers are coming uh wait after what attack at the attack everyone, on the town how you know they were just oh, walking around yeah 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 because they don't know the walkers are coming from Mm-mm. yeah i have a question for you and miss karen what would be your hand weapon of choice in the zombie apocalypse i don't know i'll probably die uh i don't think a hatchet would be good what about you uh adrian 
I'm sorry. What'd you say? What would my, be? My, they just told me my screen just froze. My screen. Oh, just froze. for real. Um, just refresh your internet. Uh, there you go. And you'll come back, and we'll add you to the screen again. It, it'll all be right. alright. And uh, basically, the question was, what would your hand weapon of choice be in the zombie apocalypse? Oh man, my hand weapon of choice is definitely um probably one of those machetes. I I would like that knife that Bob had. Mm, that was a good knife. I liked it. It looked like it had a nice sturdy handle and a, a nice size blade. I probably wouldn't want like a hatchet or nothing because you gotta just the way those are. But that mm. I think I like that knife Bob had. I always was pretty partial to that one. I take me a sharp ass hatchet. I'll be all right. Plus, it's, you know, I can use it for other things. Too. Or the red handle joint that Rick had that Rick said yes. I, was, I want that, that kill everybody with. Oh, you know what else would be good? The things that people climb with that uh, that sharp thing. Joint? Yes yeah so because i don't want it to get stuck in a zombie's head you know i want it in and out um, exactly <laughs> i personally would want a hammer like tyrese or a battle axe don't judge me michonne got a sword love the show thank you for being black nerd happy and nerds hey no problem ninja monkey aquarium no problem sweetie uh shay also wrote in what is this three different emails oh wait oh, I don't know. carol 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 mm-mm-mm. her ham cola making sugar bacon cake sugar cookie bacon head of the pta faking cover is so blown she's a badass but that being said that w on her for her that w on her forehead had me cracking up everybody else's was a heel scar hers is a big flat fat fresh bloody one though i guess she only had to pass it off for the length of time it takes to pull the trigger whoop right. that whoop that trick get him <laughs> <laughs> that trick uh cecil writes in day walking i don't think i can recall an episode where there was so much human on human killings i guess the episode where they were in terminus is close you kind of get numb seeing zombies die watching people get eaten by zombies is kind of numbing too but watching those folks get butchered was a bit unsettling oh yeah it got so real as soon as uh miss niedermeyer got killed yeah because like that was genuinely disturbing to watch right because it literally came out the blue you were watching she went from smoking to not smoking they got hammered as absolutely proved rick right they aren't ready zombies are the least of your worries they pretty much have to hunt down those wolves right love the show um yo i don't know that the wolves are done with them right morgan let them go yeah if everybody survived then yeah but if i don't think this is a wrap for the like they might have to hunt down the rest of the wolves if that's the end of the attack but rick and them might be dealing with some wolves of their own mm-hmm walking dead commentary from eve hello rod karen and adrian oh she knew who it was paying attention uh i don't know what happened to the writers of this show but it feels like they all been drinking crunk juice because these first two episodes have been fire well i'm I'm gonna tell you what happened them niggas got money now like right they got a budget i remember people got mad about the second half of season two or season three with the barn yes and i was like yeah because they spent all that money doing the cdc shit Mm -hmm. like like they spent a lot of money blowing shit up and then it's like okay what are we gonna do for the rest of the season um (laughs) but now they got money man they fucking got cgi walkers now it's crazy Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't think they would be able to top episode one, but they did, and then some. Yeah, yeah. JSS on some real shit might be one of my favorite episodes of all time. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. real talk, man. Right. That I've woo. 
Oh my First God. of all, I, I watched it twice and mm-hmm. I really want to watch it again. Like, yes. I just, and we could fast forward to when Carol start killing everybody mm-hmm. and I could just watch that part, uh, watch that, that, that part over and over again. It's like a good action movie. It's like Die Hard. Like, right. Like, she was killing motherfuckers so good. <laughs> From yeah. the moment she looked out that window and saw old boy slice her stomach, the only thing missing was a couple catchphrases you know what i'm saying (laughs) that's all she needed like if she would have just like shot uh shot one of the um wolves or something and been like uh i don't know like i guess that i don't know i guess that that wolf was barking up the wrong tree i would be like (gasps) she an impossible white man you know what i mean um I always enjoy The Walking Dead no matter the pace, but I love how it started out this season. Yeah, it's gonna be weird watching people turn on it when they have to slow shit down eventually. Yeah, cause they're gonna have to. Well, they always have a couple of emotional, like, a cast member that we love dies moments. Mm-hmm. And then people always be like, see, the show is boring and we're only three zombies. Right, or they off by themselves and kind of dealing with the interpersonal issues yeah but i enjoyed i enjoyed those episodes me equally. too like this character I really development like the way when they do the uh the character development episodes and kind of pairing people up and different uh unexpected sort of pairings mm-hmm. of people and you really get to see how they uh kind of interact with each I, other you know what i'm interested in man i want to see morgan's morgan say he learned how to do the bow staff from a cheese maker I like want to see that. Me too. Mm-hmm. Like, who the fuck did you run into a ninja cheese? Okay. Man? Like, that doesn't make sense. How he went from where we saw him in clear to right yes. to now to to the guy that was out there shooting people on on rooftops. Yes, and crazy guy to now he doesn't even kill people. Right. Like, like, like he like he stopped killing people and learned how to kick ass with a bow staff. Like, I need mm-hmm. so much more yeah. information on that i need to know how he got to all all life is precious right i want to know how he went from black lives matter meaning his black ass (laughs) to all lives matter and not killing killers like i want to know how he got there because he was about to kill carl right and um, he stabbed rick he stabbed rick he shot carl right he was about to shoot carl he don't give a fuck a a vest or something i need to know i don't care if nobody else want to know i need to know Oh, was cheese that good you know what i mean and um, how and how quick of a learner are you my brother right you a full-blown ninja dog you went from ah. you went from crazy to ninja in like a month right oh or my god two. like how did that happen we need to know uh an observation on this episode you were right about hating ass ron he does like in it and he didn't like seeing carl protect him um ron resented the fact that Carl had to save him the least he could have said was thank you now yeah he didn't say thank you mm-hmm. yeah he, he didn't like it was shit. his feelings now rick and Carl have both saved ron's useless life and he keeps fucking up i hope Carl fucks that kid up sometime this season oh he better not step to Carl. oh yeah Carl. i know he bigger than Carl. he, he don't, don't want to work with Carl. nope yeah, Carl, Carl, Carl will he'll give him the business and the uh the girl you the girl you singing the sad song for she done left town dog right he probably gonna take car to leave right i never thought i would say this but morgan's getting on my damn nerves <laughs> how are you supposed how are you gonna be a pacifist when people are trying to kill you who the hell did he meet to put him in this path to, on this path to zen a buddhist monk guess what morgan that buddhist is now walking me morgan needs uh, to get uh, it together it didn't end well for the last brother who didn't want to kill right tyrese 
carol is bae she the real mvp yes, another great is. episode can't wait to see rick team react to what happened to alexandra those wolves fucked with the wrong crew eve thanks eve yeah because it's, it's, go, it's gonna be interesting uh if and when rick and the crew make it back because he gonna be mad rick gonna gonna assemble the rick avengers as they call him in the chat room <laughs> He gonna assemble the Rick Vengers and he gonna find a nigga. Oh, for sure. Right, because he was like, we was gonna call this home. Oh, no. Here's the thing, though. When Rick finds out Aaron and Morgan are kind of responsible for this. Right. He gonna cut somebody the fuck out. Oh, yes. I think that's when that, 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 that that's when, you know, the, in the trailers they kept showing like that they was beefing, that they was yeah. beefing. I think that's gonna be the beginning of the beef because Rick gonna cuss Morgan out. Mm-hmm. Yep and aaron gonna catch it too man because he he had a fucking kit that said come kill and us he didn't tell them that he lost that right i don't think he told rick and them that he lost that bag because i mean i i get that he lost it you know during uh when they was about to die right when, when they was like two seconds from death but he didn't track. think about it he probably forgot but he ain't thought about it and he ain't told him like yo whoever put us in that trap now knows where we are like right. they got all the tapes on the whole place and Rick and them don't know. Yeah, he basically that, gave that, that they were just because you know that the, we knew that they found them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you left them right where they trapped you at. Yeah, he basically gave them the internet site and was like, "Here's all the pictures. Click mm-hmm. on them. <laughs> <laughs> he gave all, all the information. Right. The population, like, everything. Been sitting ducks since that day that he left. That they've been sitting ducks since then, and he didn't tell them that. Yeah, that's that's yeah. He's in trouble. He's gonna get a whooping um all right man uh let's do some sword ratchetness and then we'll get out of here definitely gotta talk about even if we gotta cut the you know even if i'm not gonna tell you any stories i'm gonna tell you about an important thing that's taking people's lives every day (laughs) every day somebody dying in the streets off of this only good sword is the one in michonne's hands Mm -hmm. only good one and that into the badlands Mm, that shit look good yo i can't wait Mm. i can't wait to see that they got me. They got right, bro. They was killing the fuck out of people. I was. I don't even care that that shit didn't make no sense. The preview was like the only thing that left the divide power is martial arts. I was like, okay, I'll allow it. Okay. They, they made it a futuristic past movie. They right. made it like an old school movie, but in the future, like an old school ninja movie in the future. I'm right. with it. I don't care if it makes sense. I like you, Rob. I don't care. I'm with it. I'm like, they we in, people? I'm so here. we invented guns and went back to swords? Okay. I'm good. I'm cool. Fuck it. If y'all in, what, I'm in. Whatever story you want to tell me. That shit look good. And some of them people had mystical powers. I could tell by the way they was hitting each other. I was like, ooh, that ain't. That's not no shit you can learn. It was like he hit a nigga and ran out the wall. Like, like woo, gonna have the Naruto moves. I'm in. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> it gonna be villages and shit? I can't wait. San Antonio, a man attacked his roommate with a motherfucking sword. Of Aww. course. Oh, how did I turn the volume back up? What did I do? With a samurai sword. Okay. Early reports showed that the roommates were arguing at an apartment on Contour Drive near San Pedro around 11.40 last night when one of them grabbed the sword and attacked. The victim has mostly cuts to his arms and hands and is expected to be okay. Oh, that's a big-ass sword, too. Right. You're just arguing over some bullshit. 
next thing you know you pull out a big ass sword and attack me we roommates all i wanted you to do was put the dishes in the dishwasher like we talked about That's i don't want to die over it it was your turn to clean the bathroom dog he, he came busting out there with the samurai seven sword what's happening some bullshit man well um yo thank you so much to adrian yes we really do appreciate you um guys make sure you guys support her you go on oh, twitter the code is still good for t for the black guy who tips people so if you're on the site make sure that you use the code it's 15 percent off orders over 25 dollars i think either 25 or 30 but the code is easy to remember tbgwt on all your orders through the site use it shop labellabodycare.com mm-hmm. it'll be in the show notes be looking good guys i see people sending adrian pictures all the time like girl you hook me up i'll be like look at that oh that beauty so make sure you guys get uh get hooked up man uh and on twitter she's at brown and bella mm-hmm. and she's always talking about something interesting uh something cool you know it's how one of the, she's one of the ways i keep up with black twitter you know I'm me like, yeah yeah i'll be like what's i do ta- the same to you i'll be on your side like ooh, what was rod talk about right that's what i do man. <laughs> i got like a special list you on my list you know people that mm-hmm. that's in the know and shit like that you know every once in a while we we vibe up you know i'll be like oh i I agree with that too you know what i mean (laughs) so um, make sure you guys do that support uh uh shadow dog productions the audio play album all your nightmares is on itunes support adamandeve.com code tbgwt hook yourself up and uh bevel get bevel code tbgwt uh we'll be back saturday with our feedback show uh balls d sports will be friday for premium folks uh all kinds of ratcheting is happening johnny manzel beating his woman right but, but that privilege keeping him on the team when we start doing this america right uh so yeah we're gonna definitely be talking about that um friday until then uh, i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.